previously on the lineage of Moonreach. We were hoofing it up a mountain on our way to the Soul Forge in the Beldarak, and we took respite in Gorbel's marvelous mansion. We were all relaxing when suddenly some bald guy in robes showed up. I don't know what that's about. I'm just going to keep hanging out in my tub. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. That's right, we're back, baby, and we're better than ever. Back. You thought we were gone, but we we here to stay. Yeah, Came whether you like it or not. Better than ever. We had a cease and desist, but we got that guy. <laughs> <laughs> got him good. Chauncey. <laughs> Ran him right over with a tractor. I said cease and desist. <laughs> Shut up, here's a lawnmower on your face. <laughs> <laughs> cease and desist this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a cyst that you uh, can that season <laughs> with seasons. A seasoned debt cyst. I know people love sibilant sounds, so we're doing good so far. <laughs> Just DS that bad boy. We'll be good. Um, so, yeah, we are a uh, Dungeons and Dragons 5e podcast. I am your host and DM Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Tomas. I play Tomar. I'm Elijah, and I play Herstag. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Lindsay, and I play Penguin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. And that's right. Each week, we record an episode, and we reveal it to you all for your listening pleasure. Except this week, we're doing two episodes for ourselves, for posterity's sake. Huh? What? What? Yep. Just We always us. do two episodes. Fourth yeah. wall breaking. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> They won't know. All it's two separate days. They won't know. Day. They won't even know any of that. <laughs> they don't need to know either. Nope. Nope. They don't know. Edit it out. <laughs> they don't they know, know we're filming in a barn. They don't need to know any of this. They stuff. don't know where their food pellets come from. Just <laughs> give them to them. Anyway, we are back from Gen Con. It oh, was shit. it was exhausting. It, it was yeah. sucked for me because <laughs> yeah. I was really I had the stomach flu the yeah. whole time. Tomas was colitis. just yeah. It was bad. Yeah, so I was mostly not wanting to be there at all, but I did have fun. Yeah, but the shout one out day. to Airbnb. We had three bathrooms. Yeah, they kept <laughs> stocked with <laughs> toilets and with toilet paper. Shit locations. Yeah. <laughs> all so around no the house. When emergency struck, and it did, there was always something adjacent. Yep. And we could brag about it to guests that came over. We were like, Look oh, at all these bathrooms. You need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> There's like one here. Tomas is pooping here. upstairs. <laughs> Wait, did we show you this bathroom? Are you sure? There, you should take a look. They're and, absolutely flushed with bathrooms. <laughs> and we did have guests. Uh, we had uh, one shot. Uh, yep. With the Shocking Gas Podcast. And you, you may have been tempted to skip it because it wasn't in our current storyline but please do yourself a favor and go and listen to that because it's storyline adjacent so it definitely takes place at the same time in a different area of Vildalyn it's canon adjacent Mm -hmm. and and Scott and Stephanie are great players and they did a good job and even some of you guys are going to be on their show sometime soon and it's funny 
So definitely, if you uh, if you did I skip that, yeah, and uh, Billy wasn't there, so Just everyone like old wins. Times. We talk <laughs> half of that episode is us talking shit about Billy. So if, you, if you hate Billy, it's a perfect episode for you. <laughs> if you love Billy, maybe you want to skip. It. You might <laughs> want to skip it or bring the razor blades and cyanide. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but yeah, if you did skip that, <laughs> we all chuckled at that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, depression. Um, but if you did skip it, don't go back and, uh, or sorry, don't comma, go back and uh, listen to it. Cause it's actually pretty good. And, uh, it'll cue you into some more talented people out there in the, uh, D and D podcasting community. So yeah. Um, once again, shout out to Scott and Stephanie from the shocking gas podcast. And, uh, we'll have a, uh, we'll have a link to them at the bottom just for their, that episode. Anyway, um, Anybody got anything else they want to say before we jump into if round the campfire question? I actually, we have some pretty big news. Um, we have a new patron oh, on nice. Patreon. <gasps> awesome. <gasps> good gasped. old, good old Brett. Brett. Brett hey, Brett. Brett. I'm always Hello, tempted Brett. to say the name Brett, like Brett. Brett. <laughs> Brett. I just want to follow it up with Favre. <laughs> um, Favre? He's a sweet guy, and he also left us a review. Yeah. Um, where the fuck is it though? Who knows oh. Brett? Somebody uh, I think he deleted he it, it immediately. Facebook? Like, no, no, <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do the highest tier. <laughs> How do I get out? It's hundreds of dollars a month. <laughs> He's mowing lawns on the side, just upkeep, but still listening to our podcast <laughs> while mowing the yeah. lawn. Oh man, that's a sick cycle. <laughs> hmm. Here's Brett's review coming from Facebook. Uh, you can leave your review anywhere, everybody, and we will find it somehow. It took me a little while, but... Skywriting. Dear D20 Syndicate, I'm writing you today because I, too, was a serious D&D player, 4th edition. I built many characters throughout many campaigns. I played for years. I then started a family, and I'm sure Tomar and Penwin can understand that it becomes pretty difficult to get out and roll polyhedral dice once a week with newborn children at home. I've been away from this world for six years. I then got a new job where I met Elijah name. Hashtag <laughs> no last names. We got to talking and I found out about the D20 Syndicate. I had never listened to a real play D&D podcast before, so I was skeptical at first. After getting to know Elijah name, why does he keep using your full name? <laughs> he doesn't want us thinking that it's role. that other Elijah. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Bad Elijah. After getting to know him a little bit and hearing more about it, I gave it a listen. I have now finished episode 36, End of the First Dark. I assumed I was done with D&D, but your podcast has revitalized my love for this game. From the Wolves role-playing to Seth's improv with the NPCs, the battle scenes to the crazy skill challenges, this podcast has it all. Highs, lows, and everything in between. So here's to the Wolves of Moonreach. I love you all, and thank you for reminding me of the magic that is Dungeons & Dragons. Can't wait for the second arc. Hashtag fuck Calcifer. <laughs> that was actually very, very nice. So yes. sweet. Super nice. Thank you, Brett. Be so That's disappointed. I don't want to for your patronage. Yeah. He doesn't this, even... this already had everything. Why is this guy here ruining my fucking <laughs> podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> it should be me. Now I have to get it with just this asshole. Guys, I love the first arc. I just finished it. I can't wait to start the second one. 
one week later. What the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> angry, angry review. Well, he, he left that review quite a while ago, and he still became a patron, so maybe he doesn't hate you that much. He had to take a break. He hasn't started listening to the second arc yet. It was so Let away. Billy wallow in sadness. Okay. You suck, Billy. It's, like where, it's where I live. We get it, okay? <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to Ugh. The Smiths. Nobody also, cares. For real, though, hashtag fuck Calcifer. And yeah. Billy. I do. <laughs> he said quite happily. I do like how he wrote that as, as if he was writing a letter from the Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that long life was so behind me. <laughs> my, how, yeah. my dearest Juniper, how I long to see your face. How's the farm? <laughs> Are the pigs growing? Do you still swing on the tire swing out by the creek? <laughs> Remember where we buried the dog that got the rickets? <laughs> I miss that dog something fierce. Anyway, the D20 Syndicate podcast <laughs> has got me through many a night, especially when they had to amputate my leg. <laughs> so, because of episode 50, we all leveled up. Correct. Which is pretty dope. I leveled Some up of us forgot. That. <laughs> yeah, one of us. One of us. Well, this is what I got. I well, everyone got a proficiency bonus boost. Forget one thing. And then uh, the other main thing I got was at 18th level, my dimension die turned into d12s. So, all, watch out! All of my cool. portal powers will be a little bit more effective. Is there anything like? fun anyone got because he did yes. a flavor thing for my new thing so we should probably do a flavor thing for some other people too um i need to take a second to look what i got i totally forgot about it till i edited what'd you get Willem? i got a the flying thing the fake creatures mm. a feat yeah can um, you explain what it is yeah i can totally explain that shit i gain a plus five bonus to initiative i can't be surprised while i'm conscious and other creatures don't <laughs> gain advantage on attack rolls against me as a result of being unseen by me. You're a sneaky motherfucker. What anybody else get? Let me tell you. <laughs> okay. I didn't get wish. No? So fuck all of you. I'm just kidding. I got wish. Nice. Your wish came true. <laughs> now I have to use it. And that is from... Did you choose sorcerer or wizard in the uh, magic you don't, secrets? You don't choose that. You, you just choose the spell. You just choose the spell. It's from any class. I'm gonna stick no, you, a you can, up your pee hole. Wait, what? No, you can choose. You no. choose you a magical secrets. You're from thinking any class. magic initiate. Oh, you're right. I am. My bad. It's Edit that out. <laughs> I sound like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's in charge of our whole fucking world. <laughs> mm-hmm. He doesn't even know what the fuck <laughs> the fucking wish is from. <laughs> okay, so I got another magical secret. Ooh tell me that was it wish okay so i got wish (laughs) but also ever since i was playing lance i've wanted banishment real bad Mm. nice Mm -hmm. nice so you got two spells yes wow you get them every time magical secrets are two every time that's cool so now in in case anybody else or not, sorry, in case anybody at home was confused, it's not the same thing as magical initiate. Because You'd be really stupid that if no one yeah. was confused well, you about everyone that. You magical initiate. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying, just for other people's benefit. So that's what happened to me. Sweet. Elijah, what happened to okay. Herstag? Herstag. 
at AT. At AT and T level, oh, try again. Yeah. At AT and T, you're God. the best customer we've ever had. At eighteenth level, uh, I unlocked ti- two abilities. Mm-hmm. I unlocked timeless body. Starting at eighteenth level, <laughs> Mar- we already knew this that. Is why Marilyn I, Monroe. Uh. This is why I didn't read Brett's uh, <laughs> review. <laughs> <clears throat> Starting at 18th Wait, level. Did you say oh my god. <laughs> I unlocked type 2 diabetes. <laughs> Starting at 18th level, the primal magic that you wield causes you to age more slowly. For every 10 years that pass, your body ages only one year. Whoa. Why would you want to live so long? Because he's taking care of the earth and doing the dirty stuff. He might wants to live forever. Doing dirty stuff. It might just be like a, a hotness spell. <laughs> Jurgens, stay in the stay in the prime of your life. Gray beard, (laughs) tangled hair, (laughs) wheezing when he walks, bird shit falling out of his hair. Also at 18th level, I gained beast spells. Beginning at 18th level, you can cast many of your druid spells in any shape you assume using wild shape. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Fucking you, dope. You can perform the somatic and verbal components of a druid spell while in a beast shape, but you aren't <laughs> able to provide material components. I just pictured you in, in spider form frantically trying to cast some like, whirlwind. <laughs> like, whirlwind. Yeah. Oh, oh and it's just a miniature whirlwind. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it has a um, material component too, so that could actually. Be <laughs> so you're gonna have two stealthy. I imagine fat. him like lassoing with his spider web. <laughs> and then I got a. Nobody can see this, but every time Elijah casts Whirlwind, he sits there for the entirety of it and does like this. This arm whirlwind. It's like a, it's like a hula hoop. He yeah, does there's a he lot does of the washing motion. machine from Selena. Yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks like I'm hula hooping, but you're but swirling I'm a staff around your head like a helicopter. Yep. <laughs> He's sitting, but there's somehow still a lot of hip. Yeah. <laughs> they, That's they how you know die. it's good. It's magical. <laughs> um, and I got a spell, but I don't know which one I got. So, gotcha. That's okay. Okay, well, should we do the uh, round the campfire question for you uh, guys? We all we all have a eighteenth level thing, right? Did you do yours? Yeah, you got. I leveled uh, up beforehand. Yeah, uh, leveled up first somehow. Yeah, yeah. He's I call bullshit. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. I probably lied. Level <laughs> Turns out I'm a thief <laughs> and a liar, a joy thief. <laughs> and you all right, read more about oh. it in the Bible. <laughs> Let's um, do around the campfire. So tonight. The question is a simple and hopefully easy one. If you... No such thing. I started the sentence wrong. That's not even how this sentence starts. What is your character's favorite season and why? We're never going to finish this fucking episode. <laughs> Tomar. Uh, my favorite is probably winter. And why? Because I'm naturally warm-blooded and I need a little bit of coolness to cool that shit down, homie. You sound weird. <laughs> yeah, I grew up on the streets. <laughs> now, um, yeah, winter, because it's a lot cooler, and it gets pretty warm. Or, I get pretty warm. Yeah. The royal he. Um, Penwin, favorite season? Well, I, I mean, generally, I kind of like all the seasons. They all have plus sides, and all are wonderful in their own way. But, um... 
I suppose I think spring is very lovely because of all the new life and beautiful flowers and colors, you know. It's just really sweet. Her stag. Um, well. <laughs> See the line? I almost didn't, and then I, then I remembered. <clears throat> you can't not well, know. Uh, it's in the contract. Mine would have to be, I'm, I'm a spring fan as well. I, for the same reasons as Pinwin. That you didn't hear. That I did not hear. Um, <laughs> I just really like, you know, winter is kind of depressing for me because um, the plants don't grow as well and all that. So really like the, you know, the rebirth type of deal comes with spring. All right. Fair enough. Gorble. Well, I guess this makes three because late spring is my favorite season. For different reasons. I like that it's warming up a little bit. Everyone starts wearing a little less clothing. My guns are out on display. I was going to say Gorble seemed like a total summer to me, but yeah. If that gets too hot, I chafe. <laughs> a half org. Get out of my professional. You're gonna have to role play that when summer yeah, now. You guys are now. I mean, you guys are in late summer now, so. Oh, there we go. Wow. Dog days. Perfect. <laughs> I gotta Willem, be so hot. What's your favorite season? Tomar sweating balls right now <laughs> in his full armor. But we're at the top of uh, yeah, it's a cool mountain, where you guys so are. Yeah, elevation glued to me, and the mansion is temperature controlled. Uh, my favorite season would have to be spring as well. Oh my god, you're what? such a copycat. Man, <laughs> I thought you were totally no going to say that Willem was a fall. No one picked fall. No, Billy's a fall. Willem is a spring. <laughs> and that is why I chose <laughs> spring. So <laughs> yeah, I like spring because everything is anew. There's, there's new opportunities. Uh, and there's always, that's always the time for new romance, too. And if anybody was wondering, Zyko's favorite season is fall. So. Oh, good. Aww. Nice. Because it's harvest time. No winters. Tomar. I said Tomar literally said winter. <laughs> yeah. I meant summer. <laughs> no summers. Everybody Nobody summer. likes summer. Summer, summer, summer is the worst. Summer in Veiledland is just the worst. <laughs> All this armor and ugh, that stink. Veiledland is actually Swahili for fuck summer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so when we last left you guys, you were all hanging out in Gorbel's magnificent mansion, and um, you guys were hanging out. Willem was in the tub, rub-a-dubbing. Scrub-a-dubbing. <laughs> yep, scrub-a-dub, rub-a-dub, um, other dubs. Wine-a-dubbing. <laughs> Are there loofahs in those tubs? No. <laughs> <laughs> There's servants to Too wash Too abrasive. Sea sponges only. <laughs> I was like, conches. <laughs> <laughs> use the three shells, man. He doesn't know how to use the three seashells. <laughs> um, Idiot. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Herstag, learning how to communicate better effectively with people, um, went outside with Pinwin, and they suddenly were privy to an appearance of a uh, magical being named Mandoran. <gasps> so... That's where we left off, and we are going to slide on into Magnificent Mansion. Everyone in the mansion, tell me what you're doing. We'll start with you, Willem. Are the servants in there now? If you want them. Yeah, there's there's one in there, kind of 
hanging out in case you need anything. What are they doing? Yeah, what are, <laughs> he. he or yeah, and she? it's summer. Mm-hmm. It's not spring. He. There's so. a he servant. There's a he servant. He's got long blonde hair. He's uh, he's got a strapping build. Um, he looks very Avstandish. Uh, and uh, you would know what an Avstander is. They're of the north, and they're they're tall. Uh, of the um, of the New Hampton Avstanders. <laughs> yes, of the New Hampton <laughs> Avstanders. Not to be confused with the uh, Carmichael Avstanders. Yeah. Um, Beatniks. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> so what are you doing? Scum on society. Uh, I am making sure that our Avstander friend is uh, off in the corner. Okay. Uh, not assisting me okay yeah he would he would uh if you would dismiss him he would you know just be dismissed but you can always uh summon them by calling out for a servant yeah because he's very quiet and he's making me nervous okay so you and i'm trying him. to relax <laughs> so you dismissed him and so now you're in this uh large vaulted <laughs> he threw his shoe at him <laughs> <laughs> get out of here oh i so I actually did throw my shoe. Okay. But not, <laughs> but not at him. I told him, this is where I want you to be. And I threw the shoe in the corner. Okay. So he's standing in the corner. And so you're in this large vaulted room. It's like a hundred feet long. And there's rows of like golden brassish colored tubs and tall, long, you know, velvet curtains that kind of separate each of the different tubs. Are all the tubs filled? Um, for the ones you can see around you are, yes. Okay. So I've... I've already scrubbed and washed myself. Okay. So now I've taken to getting into each tub. <laughs> okay. For a second. And then getting out and getting into the next one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're just being Goldilocks with these tubs. And you find that they are every no, single... I'm, I went to... I'm sullying each oh, of them. Oh, gotcha. I'm, I'm, I'm marking my territory. Okay. So you're peeing in each of the tubs. I'm not peeing in anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just getting the dirt from your body into each tub. Essentially. You're putting it's your, a prank. your b-hole on the surface of each <laughs> tub. Yeah. Okay. You do find that every tub you get into is the exact perfect temperature that you would require it to be. And this amuses me, so I'm testing it out on each tub. Perfect. Um... Tomar, what are you doing? I'm doing exactly as I stated at the end of the previous episode. I am staring contemplatively into the flames okay. in the study. All right. Below the shield that Gorbel was so... She erased it. Oh, yeah. In Never a mind. blind fury. Yeah, because nobody appreciates me and I'm, my art. Well, I'll appreciate you right now. What are you doing, Gorbel? I'm in the kitchen. Doing what? Making a snack. <laughs> what kind All right. of snack? Yeah, what kind of snack are you trying to make? Depends on what's in the fridge. There's Isn't no there fridge. anything you want? It's an ice box. Does it refrigerate things? Yeah, it gets them cold. Frigid. Don't tell her what's an in anachronistic. her mansion. It's anachronistic. You wouldn't know what a fridge is. What would you be making? Anything that you would want would be in there. <laughs> a computer. You're making a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Meatball sub. Is that anachronistic? <laughs> yes. It probably would making be some boy. kind of sandwich. Okay. <laughs> anachronistic. I could see a smash in Sammy. Full of meats and cheeses. Okay, so that would be well within your skill range. I won't have you roll for it. It's you can make a pretty. <laughs> you fail at making a sandwich. <laughs> the bread's on the outside of your hands. What? <laughs> There's potato chips stabbed in your hand. <laughs> the lettuce is on your head. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Yum. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, you make a pretty decent sandwich. All right, I guess made that easy on me. Uh, and Zyko is somewhere. 
So, uh... <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys can't see him. Um, <laughs> He's hiding behind one of those curtains. <laughs> Waiting to scare you. You just see his feet under the curtain. <laughs> and him just like, like giggling. <laughs> He's so I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. <laughs> just went on a prank fest. <laughs> He's so cute. All right. Pinwin and Herstag, you are standing in front of Mandoran. <gasps> Mandoran? He just regards you. Um... He has a baldish pate with a circle of hair and a long beard and uh, flowing robes. And um, he he is exactly how you remember him. And you... uh, (laughs) You going to be all right over there, buddy? (laughs) Billy and I were looking at each other. I'm not sure if we're looking for the same purpose. (laughs) Billy's just like... "Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I just like the attention. So... (laughs) He has the same hairstyle as the guy in your dream. dream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, But he doesn't say anything to you. He just keeps smiling. I'm going to run at him and hug him. All right. Fuck. As you run and hug him, you... I fly off the cliff. (laughs) And I'm dead now. You do find that when you reach him, you do not find purchase in him. So, you go to grab him and your arms go completely through him as if he's not actually there. What? Why would he send like a a not Mandorin? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, he's um done like that's the only way I know him. Like he appeared to me like this before. Wait, you've Oh, yeah, you did see him, I guess, didn't you? Yeah. Did you tell us that before? I can't remember. He did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and okay, everybody's mad cuz he didn't he didn't take the his, oh, like, cue. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I really wonder what he would have given you. Hmm. <laughs> well, well, you I know went, now. I went he back. went back. Yep. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> Edit that out. I forgot everything. <laughs> okay, so he's just standing there, still looking down at you, Pinwin, as if he's pleased that you're trying to hug him. Can you talk? Or are you just here visually? And he stretches his arm out, and his index finger is pointing past the area with the where the uh, door is to the majestic magnificent mansion <laughs> and uh, you can see there's a there's a small like you guys are on that uh, outcropping landing and there's a little uh, narrow passage around the rocks that you can see and he seems to be pointing at that oh run over there is there something over there and he he's pointing over here what is it, boy? <laughs> it, it, well, it's almost as if the wind blows him away. Like, you just see him, like, slowly disperse as if on the wind. He's Lou Skywalker! <laughs> and the last thing that remains is his smile, but then it disappears. Ugh. Like the Cheshire Cat? Gross. Kind of. Well, I feel Simba. like he could have been a little bit more specific. <clears throat> Do I see anything over there? I totally ran over there. Okay, so you run over there, and you look in this passageway, and right around the corner is a chest. <gasps> it's about treasure. It's about a foot tall, about a <laughs> foot never wide. Fucking learns his treasure. Tr- Wait, I'm gonna try to whip it open. <laughs> okay, <laughs> are you running after? No. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, it just it doesn't bite her or bite him. It <laughs> opens up, and inside there are two items. Pinwin. <gasps> the first item looks to be a lantern of some kind. It's got black, like iron 
wrapped around a it kind of looks like glass but it looks a little bit thicker than glass and you don't see any mechanism for turning it on uh, you don't see like a, a place to deposit oil or anything like that and it doesn't appear necessarily magical at first glance the other item is a small vial of dark liquid that is um, the top and the bottom are kind of encrusted with what appears to be gold but the vial itself is maybe four inches tall and like an inch wide oh cute little baby vial Mm -hmm. did it bite you nope well, that's good. Yeah, there's just this black liquid, this cute little baby thing, and then um, this broken lamp. Is it broken? It's. I mean, it doesn't appear broken to you. It just doesn't. Well, that's not broken. I mean, there's no, like, oil spot or anything. Must be magical. <laughs> or maybe, maybe they forgot to put that part on there. <laughs> Could be. Why would he point at it, though? Yeah, I don't know. Um. All right. Um. Okay. So you just this open chest with these two items in there. Well, um, let's uh, just take a look around here. See if maybe there's something besides the chest. Maybe he wanted us to see. There is a the pathway kind of furthers off down down the way a little bit and curves around a, a bend. So it's a straight up tunnel thing. No, it's it's exposed. It's to the open air. It's just it was cleaved between two sections of rock and now it kind of looks like a very thin and narrow strip of a trail around as if, you know, this might be a passage that someone could take. It's not the uh it's n- it's not necessarily the way that you guys were planning on doing. I'm it's just there. We'll have to remember this passage. Maybe that's uh well, I mean, you're a ranger. You could probably figure it out. I mean, yeah. Is that we, a good path? Should we go there now? Um, I mean, let me look. We definitely shouldn't go now. <laughs> but what if Mandoran's there? Well, and he's waiting? First of all, we came out here for a very important reason, if you don't remember. Oh, no, I totally remember that. I just got really distracted. Um, yeah. 32. 32? Mm-hmm. And what are you trying to do? See... If this path, what it might lead to, right? Just see, like, Is that what you were thinking? I can give you the general details of this path with a thirty-two. Yeah, um, like I like I mentioned, it's a narrow path. It looks like it starts to get narrower and narrower as it kind of uh, moves around. It, you, you believe that it it definitely would lead somewhere. Maybe at one point, it looks like it hasn't been tra- traversed in a while. But at one point, maybe it was a way that some people got up this mountain. Though it does look a little. Um, uh, breaky. I guess <laughs> it looks like if you applied too much weight, you might the edges might kind of crumble, and it would be a very precarious path to take. So it's a narrow path on the outside of the mountain. Yes. Okay. And it curl curls around one of the kind of sections of mountain, but this mountain is huge, so it's really hard to tell where it might lead. Okay. Huh. Well, I just, I really want to see what's there, but everyone's back at the mansion, and I need to make a call. Well, I I would, uh, because we had a plan, we already had a plan Mm -hmm. as a group, I would go ahead and make your call. Yeah. You know, and I'm here to help you if you need help doing that, and then we go in, we take a rest, and then we inspect the path. 
Okay. Well, I make my call. Can you see if this lamp and liquid are like magically? And I can. What they do? I'll I'll try my best. All right. I'm gonna roll Arcana. Okay. Um. So that'll be a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Arcana. Okay, so you uh, can discern that um, this lantern, because it is not built like a normal lantern, there's something odd about it. You can tell, based on the the way it's been created, that it is for some magical purpose, though it doesn't appear to give off any magical effect whatsoever um, that you can tell. So perhaps it's for some magical reason that's perhaps an item involved in a magical ritual. It could be something that was crafted by a magical creature. You're getting a vague sense of magic, but it's hard to tell from what exactly. The vial, um, you can tell, is definitely there's something kind of in the similar vein. It's There's magicalness about it, but it doesn't give off any effects. You can tell that it's not, you, or you're pretty sure it's not cursed or anything like that. Um, it doesn't give you the the sense of that uh, any sort of curse or anything. What would I have to? Hmm. I'm gonna try to just inspect the the two things side by side, see if maybe okay. there's like a way to put the vial in the lantern or something like that. Okay. So you just like you pick them up. Mm-hmm. What do you pick up first? Uh, both of them at the same time. I want to see if maybe the vial fits in the lantern. Okay. Uh, you pick them up at the same time and interestingly when you pick up the lantern it everything. starts to glow hmm. everything explodes. nothing happens with <laughs> the vial itself but um you inspect it give me well you can spend some time looking at it you don't see anything that would could be inserted in there it seems like a full like solid piece with no breaks in it no but you like touch it for a while and realize that there's no like trap door or anything in it and um you do notice that if you stop touching the lantern it stops glowing oh, okay and it's a it's a like a nice amber colored light like a normal lantern um maybe a bit more reddish than normal torch light but uh yeah it definitely seems to be responding to something how um how far does the light go does it um, look like it it looks like it carries about like roughly 20 to 30 feet in each we'll say 30 feet in each direction um you know fairly standard nothing about it other than the fact that it turns on when you touch it seems to be weird about it okay well i kind of figured that out see oh i didn't even make my call yet that was fast lights on <laughs> lights off oh yeah does it work when i touch it too Wait, what? Did the light turn on when I touched it? Or is it just her stag? Well, if you were to touch it, you touch it without her stag, and it does not turn on. Her stag, this light, like, see him more. Um, sorry. Mm. (laughs) It's okay. It's all right. I got my cloak that I can't take off. Okay. I'll, uh, (laughs) I'll just hang on to that then. Yeah. We can bring this vial in and see if... Maybe Willem can take a look at it. Yeah, he's that'd good at be that good. stuff. For the call, though, okay, it's gotta go you better than this, it did man. inside. You got this. Okay, I will cast sending at third level. Okay, and what is the message? Hi, mom. It's Pinwin. 
Are you all okay? Is Shade home okay? I found someone who can bring dad back. I love you. I miss you. All right. So the fairies, uh, the fairy kind of like nestles down next to your, your face and takes the message and disappears. All right. Just waiting now. Yep. So do the the fairies come back and tell you what they said? Or? Uh-huh. So I'm just waiting for them to come back. Just sitting here. Waiting, waiting for them to come back. It'll be any second now. I'm just going to play with this light a little bit. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's not a good idea. Oh. I won't do that. Why? Maybe there's like enemies they can see <laughs> as <laughs> the light flashing on like- and off. Yeah. Like, here we are. <laughs> no, I'll just put it in my bag or something. Seems like this is taking a little bit. Does it usually take this long? The fairy appears again and whispers into your ear, and you hear back. All is well. <sighs> Hope you're having fun. That's the only response. Why didn't she say she misses me too and loves me too? Maybe. Maybe she uh, is busy can you ever be too busy for little fake creatures talking to you and like your son maybe she's mad at me maybe she's like I don't know like working out or something <laughs> <laughs> she's on the rowing machine <laughs> not now <but> I'm like, <laughs> reminds me of home she has a very low voice <laughs> low gruff one well, hey, yeah. you got a response. That's good. With five words? We never end our letters. Like, when we send letters to each other, they're never that short. Is there like a word limit or something? I mean, 25, but... Maybe you let her know that next time. Maybe she didn't know how many words she could <laughs> Can say. Can I investigate this message? Um, how would you like to do that? I don't know. What are you trying? <laughs> Seeing Maybe. if it's counterfeit. Uh, <laughs> if that's a thing. Can you send counterfeit messages? Uh, give me an arcana check. She's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Eleven? It, it's impossible to tell. Um, and the fairy has dispersed, so... Yeah, you're just left with that message. Hmm. And I can't call Mandoran now because I wasted some spells inside... You inside of the... Wait, yeah, I could. I just have to put more effort into it. Use it at another level. Because I can use it at a higher level, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, might as well call Mandoran, right? Should I call him? I mean, he sent us gifts, but we don't know what the hell they are, so... Well, I know what this lamp does. I won't touch it. (laughs) I'll just leave it. Um, Should I tell him to come here? Yeah, just be like, hey, Mandoran, come here a minute. Okay. <laughs> All right. And as you go to do that, you notice a specter next to you, and there's Mandoran. Oh, <gasps> Mandoran! I'm going to try to hug again. Goes right through. Oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Instead. Can't you see this man wants a hug? <laughs> <laughs> He's stringing me along! <laughs> Instead, his hand comes out, palm up, and you see an orb floating in it. 
Made of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's like a light blue illuminated orb. And he moves his hand away and the orb floats towards you too. Oh. And you can see something moving around inside of it. And as you peer closer, you can see what appears to be a scene of some kind. It looks like forest. And suddenly, you guys find yourself standing at the edge of a forest. It looks... What? It looks to both of you like the blood forest. And you watch as a group of armored, armor-clad men and women emerge from the forest. They look very impressive, very powerful. And they emerge from the forest with hundreds of people at their back. And then the, sh- the scene shifts. And suddenly, you're in Deepminster. The only reason you know it's Deepminster is because of the outside hovel area that you guys... Well, you wouldn't even know this, Herstag. You've never seen this place before, but Pinwin, you recognize what appears to be a much smaller and more primitive version of Deepminster. The towers aren't there like they once were, but the hovel areas and the trenches outside are very familiar to you. You do see a tall pillar that's about 50 feet in the air with a giant chain hanging from it. And you watch as one of the men that had emerged from the trees, now battle-scarred and his armor dented, approaches a group of individuals. They look to be a mix of hobgoblin and human, and they look very, very poorly dressed and as if they're a very primitive tribe of some kind. And they speak to him in, in a language you don't understand, and they motion towards this pillar with the chain and you watch as they step back and the man in the armor takes out a massive sword and slices through the pillar releasing the chain picking it up and throwing it at the feet of one of the hobgoblins this rings a bell um, and if you'll remember in the lore of Deepminster Veldelin when he conquered the country that was going to be named after him was told that if he could pull this massive iron chain out of the pillar, the city would bow to him and allow him to take it without bloodshed. And he chopped through the pillar, releasing the chain. That was one of the famous stories of Veldelin. So you could possibly surmise that you're witnessing some sort of reenactment of history. The scene shifts once again, and there's a battle in the middle of a plain and as you, you watch Far on the Horizon... Air Force One. <laughs> as you watch Air Force One, uh, you see the rise of mountains behind you. And uh, you watch this battle play out, and you can see six specific individuals carving through these warriors that they're fighting. And they seem to be hobgoblins again that they are fighting with a mixture of humans. And you see one individual who... is dressed in heavy robes burning like swatches out of these um, out of these people assembled with magic he raises his hand and you watch as this bright purple magical energy tears through them then the scene shifts again and you can see the depiction of Vildalin the half elf the founder of this nation with his wife just after their baby is born and you see the baby grow suddenly in front of you 
become older, become a general, then sire children of his own, and on and on for several hundred years until you see one of his descendants become this big, strapping, muscular warrior who also has a group of individuals at his side. You recognize a couple of the individuals as some of the bloody brawlers, and you see this massive warrior remove a blade that is very recognizable to you. It's jagged and black in its blade. Almost looks like it could be dark maroon or blood colored. It looks just like Gorbel's sword. And you see on his waist is Smoochie's belt. You can see one of the members of his party has the same bow that Willem has. You can see all of the instruments that you guys bequeath from the Bloody Brawlers. And you watch them fighting. The last thing you see is darkness. And a drip of water hits the surface of something that ripples with a magical energy. And you can hear a baby crying in the background. And suddenly, you guys are standing there, back on the section of the path that you were just on. But Mandoran is no longer there. What was What that? did we just witness? I feel like parts of a lot of things. Um, yeah. Do you know anything about that stuff? <laughs> can I roll history? You can. <laughs> okay. I... Too bad Lewin's not here. Uh-huh, <laughs> she wouldn't yeah. know anyway. I guess. <laughs> Ultimate irony. <laughs> 23. <laughs> 23. Yeah, that a lot of those scenes depicted reminded you of stories you had been told of uh, of how this nation came to be. Veildalin came down from the Blood Forest and took the nation, well, the area that would soon become Veildalin, named after him. So he came from beyond the Blood Forest? Yes. Weird. And he conquered and he took it from the savage people but you never heard that the savage people were hobgoblins before. That's something that you saw a lot of, and it uh, it doesn't match up with the lore. It, you could have assumed that they were people like what's, who Smoochie leads now, these barbarian hordes of humans and orcs and half-orcs. Well, I'll relay all that. Okay. Herstag, you don't know much about the history, so this is all new to you, but... Um... So what does that mean? I have no idea. How does that connect to us? Why would he be showing us the... Right. Well, isn't a calcifer a hobgoblin? I mean, yeah. Maybe we should tell the group about this. (laughs) Maybe they'll know more, because I sure don't. But I kind of want to call Mandoran and be like, hey, can you stop being so ominous and just come here and hug me? (laughs) What is this? Well, I mean, you always got your sending. You could just send him a message. Yep, here I go. Uh, can you elaborate a little more and come here and hug, hug Penwin? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll cast sending again. Okay. <laughs> Spamming sending here <laughs> for Mandoran. And what do you say? Hi, Mandoran. It's Penwin. <laughs> I kind of am doing that for Billy's face every time he gets so upset. 
no, I want you to stop moving the table. Oh, or that. You keep like. That's fair. It's <laughs> whatever. Okay. I, it, it I'm into Ornan's penguin. Um, can you join us at Bedrock and <laughs> tell us more about all that stuff? We're confused. Love, Penwin. And then the fairy floats away. You should have said Belderock. What? What'd I say? You said, you said Bedrock. <laughs> he's going to think you're... He's going to meet you at cartoon. the, the Bedrock. <laughs> well, he knows we're here. Yeah, I, he I think probably, we're okay. He's got it. Yeah. So do you guys return to the mansion? Yeah. Let's. Well, let's go tell them what we found and about well, the Well, don't you want to wait path. for your fairy to come back? Oh, yeah, we should do The that. fairy does not come back. <laughs> We're just like sitting there like yeah, tapping my foot. <laughs> you wait for a while and the fairy doesn't return. All right, I give up. Let's go inside. Wait, that's not good. That means he doesn't want to talk or he Why would he on he another talk? plane. I guess he could. <laughs> Maybe he's like working Shit, out. Shit, hold on and, a second. I got to take this. Yeah, he's working Never out. mind. <laughs> Or he's like making dinner or something. He's, he's just really busy right now. So, but then he was he was casting that. He showed up here. Yep, I don't get that. At all right, all. let's go back in. Okay, Jesus. let's go. So down. you guys go in, and for the sake of brevity, all of you that were doing things inside of the mansion have now stopped doing those things separately, and now you are gathered in the study, relaxing. It's been a while. You haven't seen Pinwin or Herstag. So when they return... So if I eat this sandwich, I'll be full for real? Like, it won't just leave my stomach? Uh... I mean, you'll be <laughs> full for now. Did you did you eat a sandwich last time we were in here? No. So we don't know. We don't know for sure. I'm gonna eat it anyway. I mean, <laughs> are you hungry now? Well, I mean, it looks really good. Thank you. It's going to be satisfying right now. I mean, I don't know what the issue is. If if it disappears from your stomach, then I guess, it's guilt-free. I mean, yeah, I guess food is fleeting anyway. And I didn't what make, is it? <laughs> I just started eating the same Existential <laughs> show. Food is fleeting. I imagine Tomar and I are sitting on the floor in front of the fireplace, both of us wrapped in a fur. What are you doing, Willem? I'm sitting in the most elaborate looking chair. There's a big ornate chair there. Excellent. Uh, was it the one I was sitting in before we decided <laughs> yeah. to get, sit in front of the fire? Sweetie With moved. a <laughs> glass of whiskey and I'm wearing a robe and I somehow found a pipe. <laughs> okay. Is it I, a monogrammed robe? <laughs> it is a monogrammed robe. It says robe. G on it. It, yeah, <laughs> it has a big G on it. <laughs> but it's it's upside down. Uh, <laughs> Shoddy craftsmanship. <laughs> and I found a pipe, and I haven't lit it because I couldn't find any tobacco. Mm-hmm. So it's I just have it in my mouth, <laughs> and I'm trying to drink the whiskey while I hold the pipe in my mouth. <laughs> and uh, there's a like a kind of a fainting couch in there as well. And Zyko is passed the fuck out on this fainting couch. Oh. His halberd is like leaning up against it. His helmet's off. He's just like kicked back and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pinwin and Herstag, you walk into this. Thank you for cutting the crust off. It's you know I hate the crust. Hey guys, we got some stuff. What were you doing outside? <laughs> Why would you even leave, dude? 
Well, we, normally I wouldn't. I wanted to call my mom, and then I called Mandorin, and but Mandorin was out there, but he wasn't out Wait, there. What? Mandorin's here? No, I mean he was, but no. He was like visually here, but that's the only sense of here. But then he pointed us to a treasure chest that did not eat me. So jokes on you guys. And <laughs> and he gave us this cool lamp thing and this tiny little liquid vial thing. Well, um, and can you check that lamp out? <laughs> pointing I to will retrieve the lamp from my back. And you guys watch as this glowing lamp is uh, pulled out by her stag. And the liquid. What it do, man? And then when you hand it to Willem. The light goes off. This is a vial of something that we found in that chest. It looks like a lamp. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is a lamp. Bubble, bubbles <laughs> come out of the pipe. <laughs> 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 that is a lamp. Uh, and, uh, yeah, when I touch it, it lights up. I don't know what it is about me, but then I hand it a, back to him, and it lights up. What is I take it. I take the lamp away from him, and then I take the vial, and it goes dark. I hand them both back to Hersteg. The lamp lights up. I hand. I'm annoying. <laughs> I hand <laughs> sandwich watching this. I hand Willem the vial. The lamp is still lit. Nothing happens with the vial. I'm exchanging annoyed glances with Tomar. <laughs> now, what if you? Okay, I'm like how can we just throw well, the vial in the fireplace? <laughs> so I think we can gather that. The lamp works when Herstag is holding it well, and the, not when other people are holding it. I take it from Herstag and I push it toward Gorble. The vial? The lamp. The lamp lights up when Gorble touches it. Oh, son of a fuck. I hand oh, Gorble the vial. Nothing happens. It's still lit up. Are you the giving lamp us is a still puzzle? lit up, yeah. I grab the lamp from Gorble. It goes dark. I give the lamp back to Gorble and take the vial. The lamp is still lit. Nothing happens with the vial. Willem! And I, I, I throw the sandwich down on the floor. I, I toss the Willem! vial. I toss the vial to Tomar. I catch the vial. Okay, you catch the, the sandwich, vial, dude. Use your magic and, and inspect I, the lamp, dipshit. I pick up Tomar's sandwich. I step on his hand. Ah! Come on, man. I'm that still hurt. gonna eat that. That's fair. All right. What, what do you want? inspect these things and then we don't have to do this bullshit (laughs) (laughs) this is stupid but it was great (laughs) Uh, why don't you try to hold the lamp I don't care about the lamp until we know what it does I put it in his hand it goes dark Mm -mm. okay this is getting stupid here all right right. (laughs) we're scientists (laughs) well while you're doing that It's, it's for posterity so there is a path that, like, we didn't know exactly if Mandoran was pointing towards the treasure or the path as well. And I sent him a message and he didn't respond, which is pretty not cool. But um, well, we're not even by the summit yet. So if there's a path in there, it's not going to lead where we need to go. I don't know. It seemed kind of important. But then Mandoran, he popped up again. Again, visually, tried to hug him both times. It didn't work out. And um, showed this orb thing. And then we saw some crazy stuff with, like, um, Valdolin coming out of the blood forest. And, like, the whole thing with the chains. And uh, what else? What else did we see here? Stay. Wait, like, Valdolin? Well, I don't know anything about this stuff. 
I think, okay, so there was like a, a guy coming out of a forest with Babbling. some warriors. Um, he, then there was and another. And they sum it up. <laughs> so and you guys tell the story. So it sounds basically like the founding of the country, but with hobgoblins, which we knew mm-hmm. from uh, a father who told us about the hobgoblins and Calcifer, and Calcifer wants to take his home back, and that's his motivation for doing all of this. Do um, you guys ever wish we just stayed in school? I'm going to look at the vial. <laughs> okay. So, what, uh, why so, did Bandorn show us yeah, that then? That's if my it's question. stuff we already know. Did he know? show you anything else that's not from then? Did he show you anything? He showed more? us there was like a dark room and I heard a drip and then that was it. Yeah, there was like a drip. So I don't know if drip. that was a past drip or a present drip. But it was a drip and some liquid, I believe. Talk about drips. <laughs> and there was like ripples. And then in the background, there was like a baby crying. Oh yeah, the baby. But uh, who's baby? I don't know. I mean, did it sound like a familiar baby? Mm. Roll history. No. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Wah. It's wah. Tomar. Wah. <laughs> I like a wah. Um. Hmm. Well, the pool could be a lot of things. It could be the pool that we went into when we went to the other world. Um. Baby could be us. Baby could be somebody attached to us. I mean, everybody's been a baby. It could have been anybody. That we're tied to the bloody brawlers. Speak for yourself. We seem to be living uh, their same fate over again. What the brawlers had before, we're doing again. That's why we have all their stuff. Um, I don't know. So I don't know what he wants. I really wish I knew. I, and to be honest, I'm pretty sick of Mandorin because he, <laughs> he offers these pseudo-wisdoms and they don't leave, lead anywhere or they trap us in other planes for over a year. Well, maybe we're just too dumb to figure it out. Damn. Well, we but then why does really he bother cool. to communicate like maybe that? Maybe he thinks it's funny. <laughs> just watching us scratching our heads. The plan doesn't change. Maybe he just can't tell us in full sentences all the way. Do you in know person, what these things do? Lily? In a huggable body. Well, I guess I could take a look. What if he didn't respond because he's on his way? Maybe. What if he didn't respond because he's dead? No. There's no way. He'd be incredibly old by now. But I mean, he's also super duper powerful, so. Like, it, we don't even know how he? powerful he is. I don't know, he seems to be able to do a lot of stuff I don't really get. I really wish he'd just, like, come here. I don't like this ambiguity thing. It'd just be nice to know exactly what he was pointing at. And, yeah, why any of that? That I don't know. I cast Identify on the vial. On the vial? Okay. <clears throat> you learn that in this vial is blood. Oh. <laughs> and it is the blood... Of some sort of vampiric creature. The vial itself is made out of very sturdy glass. And the ends that are um, emblazoned with gold are magical. And they can only be opened once and never closed again. 
There is a word that opens them. And the word is smorgasbord. And the word is rainfall. Why do we want vampire blood? What is that? But it has to be spoken in, in Infernal. Infernal, okay. All right. Hey, I know you should be able to know what it's used for as well. That's yep. true. That's identify. Identify tells you everything. properties, how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use, and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether the any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. Isn't that like a level one spell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that's is crazy. a level fucking mm-hmm. one spell. Crazy spell. Yeah, that's a crazy good. It is an enchantment spell. Okay. And its purpose is used to control that which blood is inside of it. So oh. you control a vampire with it? Why? What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> so. So the what control you're saying, would only work is if it's opened. So if you put someone's blood in there, you gain control of that. You you gain control of it once you open it back up. That's sorry, I should have specified. Are we expecting to run into a vampire? Um, well, this specific. Maybe it's a just specific, in case. This vampire. Spin it out, man. <laughs> this specific <laughs> vampire. Well, even if we don't run into the vampire, we might be able to put someone else's blood in there. That's fair. I don't feel comfortable. Releasing the vampire blood just yet? I'd wait until yeah, we have the, see if we the bump vampire in, like, one. in front of us. Yeah. Does it have like a name on it? Because that vampire. <laughs> it's a Sally. No, there's no name. Why would you just leave us stuff and then not let me hug? I don't know. What about Why did you guys go outside into the dangerous open? I had to call my mom. I thought everyone was dead. It's still really it's weird. She just responded situation. with five words. Isn't that weird? I found Penwin trying to cast his sending spell inside here. He didn't well, realize it was another plane. Yeah. So we had to go outside. He was all frantic. Yeah, but I mean, the mansion is here for a reason, and it's kind of to protect us. So I'd prefer if we didn't leave the the door open. I Let's mean, limit the coming the and going. Just so, yeah. you know, just so you know, things can't enter without you, your permission. She knows that. I know. Okay. But they can definitely wait outside the <laughs> fucking door. They That's might true. notice the the open portal. What about the lantern? Can someone knock on the door? <laughs> lantern looks like a lantern. That'd be because so fucking creepy if somebody knocked <laughs> yeah, on the door. Yeah, yeah, hold on to that. Don't break it, though. I put it in my robe, my inner robe pocket. Okay. <laughs> well, I have no use for a lantern, so... But it works for you. We gotta know how it works and what it's for. Hold on to the lantern. Well, you're the only one besides Gorbo that seems to be able to work the lantern, so one of you should definitely hold on to it. You gotta identify it, Willem. And then you get yourself yourself a nice rest. You can I think rest he's it just off and replenish that it's your spells. Just be a light. Well, then we'll know. Give me the lantern. I just don't want to see you guys handing it off to each other again, over and over <laughs> and over. I cast identify on the lantern. <laughs> Give me high or low. High. 
All right. You identify not the lantern, but... I not identify lantern? But, in fact, you identify a very, very powerful spell around the lantern, protecting it from identify. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Somebody doesn't want us to know what this is, guys. So, uh, I just set the lantern on the floor. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, there's a protection spell on it, keeping me from, well, identifying it. Anybody know how to dispel spells? Well, we can't have that, can we? I'll start ritually casting dispel magic. Okay. I hand the lantern to Pinwin. Yep. Just leave it on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I need to dispel the magic. How long is this going to take, Kerstag? Ten minutes. All right. Exactly. I pick up the sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) So I know we can't leave. You want us to not come and go, but can I just take a quick peek out the door to see if Mandoran's here now? No. (laughs) But what if he gets here and he's like, well, Benwin told me to come to Bedrock. What if that's not even Mandoran? I am so sorry. I can cast that immediately. That is not a ritual. Okay. Uh, tell me so exactly. A very powerful, spell. very powerful spell. Kind of imagine how powerful that curse was. Hmm. I don't know what that was, but you mean the one in the sword? Yes. But I have a ninth level spell slot. Whoa. Okay. Hmm. So I'm like the air is going to ripple around me. It's going to be super epic. Okay, so you guys watch as his. You can feel the heat in this room all of a sudden emanating from her stag. His eyes start glowing green. His body starts glowing green with magical energy. The books on the shelves start to shake and fall down. Revealing nothing on the pages. (laughs) (laughs) You can feel the air leave the room all of a sudden as he puts his hand out and casts this spell and you watch as this invisible at first dome around this lantern crumbles and the spell is dispelled that's how you dispel some magic so now let's check it out how many times can you use it (sighs) several it's a level (laughs) one spell (laughs) all right third time's a charm all right you cast identify identify immediately you know that this thing was crafted using divination magic god i thought you were gonna say immediately you know it's a lamp (laughs) it was just a lamp (laughs) Pottery barn. And you can tell that this lantern responds to magical blood. Its sole purpose is to identify those with strong magical blood. It doesn't specify where the blood comes from. Just that it is of utmost magical quality. Hmm. And it was forged thousands of years ago. Well, it's really old. It's made with divination magic, and it seems to respond to those that have very strong magical blood in them. So that makes sense why it responds to you. I feel like you're less. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Here. Take the lamp back. <laughs> Are you trying to insult my magical blood? <laughs> what little there is, I don't know what a magical blood cow. 
So, uh... Get a mouthful of this magical blood. <laughs> <laughs> so you're magical, but Benwin's not magical? He's like a three-quarter caster. <laughs> not a full caster. A little bit of a uh, mud blood. I see. Yeah, I mean... My parents' stories were super magical. What but, about you? I feel like that like, count. Yeah. What about me? You spent a lot of time on another plane, and you have some magical ability about you. Would that give him magical blood, though? Well, we saw the lantern. The lantern doesn't think my blood is up to snuff, so... <laughs> I think the lantern's a racist. He's going to be bitter about this all night. It's not racist because her like stag touched should... it and lit up like fucking Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a, a hell dwarf. What's Vegas? Mm. Her stag, they're going to be hating on us like crazy, so watch your back. I well, now like... we're part of a, like a special club that they can't get into. I was going to say, so yeah, really we need to start Magic a club blood brothers. in solidarity yeah. for the non magic The lamp is bloodest. Wait, so where does my magical blood come from? Mine too. Why don't you squirt some under the lamp? Does the lamp work that way? We could (laughs) try. (laughs) I mean, it came came with a vial of blood, so I mean... (laughs) Do it, I don't care. It makes sense. Fuck around, chop your limbs off. So you're saying... There's a chance. You identified it, you know how it works. So we should put our blood on this lamp. I it think couldn't hurt. I think that's <laughs> stupid. It could hurt because, like, we have to poke ourselves. Just good bury yourself. That's not how a good bury works. <laughs> Tomar. Well, it's how the lamp works. <laughs> Tomar, do you think this is at all connected to what we found about my mom? I look from her to the lamp, to her to the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I don't care about any of this stuff anymore. I just want to get into this place, get out of this place. Right now, this shit doesn't seem directly important to what's going on. But I haven't been through all of the Beldarok, and it doesn't seem like chance that Mandoran showed up and gave them this bullshit. So let's just deal with it when it seems like a good time to deal with it. Okay, but my question about... Maybe you have to drink the blood in the vial. Does anybody speak Infernal? Yeah. That, that spell tells you how this stuff works. Was that vision that you heard a droplet? Was that blood or was it water? Oh. <laughs> oh. It sounded like... Ooh, well, that's a good question. I'm going to use my... My memory... <laughs> <laughs> Give me an intelligence check. Remember. You have to wild shape into an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I shall. Or just somebody roll with a better brain. For recalling. <laughs> shape up. Can't Stephen make Hawking. my fucking mind so work. So would that be uh, just a straight intelligence check? Yeah. I cast 14. memory. Fourteen. Um, maybe. Maybe also add perception to it. No, don't roll again. Just oh. add. <laughs> just add. Uh. It's high. Okay. <laughs> um, it didn't seem like water, but it didn't seem like blood. It was some sort of liquid, viscous. Well, now but not that blood. I Ooh, honey. now that I take a second to recall, Jeez. it doesn't. It didn't look like water, and it didn't look like blood. Chocolate. <laughs> it was some kind of liquid. Well, it was. It was, a, it was a dark room, <laughs> so I couldn't really make out colors. Okay, I vote 
we sleep on it. Yeah, I mean, we should probably go to bed. Yeah, I don't think we're going to make any progress, really, with any of this. We know Unless generally gets here. what these things do, but I don't see them changing our plan for tomorrow. I have right one now. last idea with that lamp. I'm going to take the lamp over to Zyko. Okay. Put it in his hand while he's sleeping. While he's sleeping. And he pees Does himself. He pee? <laughs> the lantern lights up. <gasps> Zyko's magic. We've seen him do magic. Blood. Zyko's a prince. I do magic. Yeah, I do magic too. Well, this must be some kind of special mm. blood. Because Benwin, he My casts magic. I mean, like... <laughs> That's not what I meant. Like, like we're, I don't know, special somehow. Sure. Means something. You're super special. Well, we're part man. of this club now, and me, Gorbel, <laughs> and Zyko. What, what's the name of the club, man? Uh, Special Magical, Magical Brothers. Blood Brothers. Yeah. I caught about half of that. <laughs> we're working on it. We'll, we'll throw down some, on it. We'll throw down some <laughs> torches, some road flares. Still under construction. Answer your question, Gorbel. Um, I don't know, but I am curious to know how your mom is connected to the brawlers, if at all. Was your mom a vampire? Not that I know of. Here, read this whole note, this whole diary that she has. You can pour over that and see if you can make heads or tails of that. Didn't we already together? I snatched the diary. No, I read it to her Mm. specifically. Were you so, handing it I mean, to me? you can hand it to him if you want. Do you have it? Who has it? Thought he was handing it to me. Here. Gorbel hands Willem the diary. Take the diary, and I go and I drag the ornate chair closer to the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna scratch the floor. That is really uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I'm glad I picked up the sandwich. <laughs> can I read it wow. too? Can you read? I'll try to hop up in the chair and try and squeeze next to you. I pick up Pinwin and I put him like on the headrest of the chair. <laughs> okay. I'm the parrot. That's a cute scene. <laughs> and I and I hold open the book in front of the fireplace and start reading. And you guys both start reading. Okay, so you guys uh, emerge the next morning fully rested. Um, Before we went to bed, though, I did want to try to sneak to peek out the door, even though Gorbel said not to. But I really want to see if Mandorin's just waiting. Damn it. Okay, so uh, give me a stealth roll. That's a little sneaky sneaks. 31. You successfully, after everyone went to bed, stuck your head out of the door to check. And all you saw was darkness beyond. You didn't see Mandorin out there at all. Okay, then I'll shut the door and then I'll go to bed. Were you hoping he was just peeping? <laughs> His on the face other side is of just there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been when it's me, Mandorin. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to tell me where you are. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Your idea of Mandorin sounds like a trap. <laughs> uh, Bunch of candy in my robe. Come on over. Um, so yeah, you guys go to bed. You get a long rest in. Yay! So replenish all that bullshit. And uh, yeah, the next morning you guys come downstairs and the servants have prepared a majestic morning breakfast for you in the dining hall. Hey, Artis. Uh, yes, sir. I eat all this. If I leave... Am I going to stay sated, or am I just going to... Is it going to just disappear? Uh, I'm not sure, sir. Um, I, I don't know what happens when you leave. No, I'm sad. 
right, be gone. Do they just yes. wait for me like <laughs> like sad dogs until I come back? I think they just kind of cease to exist until you come back. It's like when you think of video <laughs> game characters. Like, do they just... Pss- or they're like, oh, I hope he's going to play me today. <laughs> <laughs> like Toy Story, but for video games. Yeah. Be gone from me. <laughs> so he walks away. And you guys, uh, so there's a what, big spread. What is the, what do we got here? What, what? So you've got a bunch of poached eggs sitting uh, sitting on a plate. You've got. They're not chicken eggs. They're not chicken eggs. They are goose eggs. Because um, fuck geese. <laughs> uh, you've got several uh, like large uh, turkey legs sitting there. You've got a bunch of bread. You've got f- plenty of fruit. Um, some vegetables. You've got uh, some squash, some pumpkin, as well. Um, yeah, there's a. It's a big spread. Do they have that watermelon that's in like balls instead of like squares? Stars. No mm-hmm. stars. <laughs> and yes, I guess star watermelon, starter melon, water stars. I don't know. <laughs> They're there. I guess negative five hundred. Yeah. It looks delicious. Definitely going to smash a watermelon. I'll go for a turkey leg. All right. All right. Don't get get too crazy with what we're eating. We still got to go up the mountain. I can be full of anything and do anything. (laughs) Well, you'll need plenty of energy, Uh, so eat up. I mean, I believe you. Mm -hmm. I've seen you put some back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you can't take it with you, so. There's also morning mead available for you guys. Willem is... At the at the table, uh, kind of leaning back in his chair, and he still has the diary and holding a mug of mead. I'm using my special mug. <laughs> what does it look like? It has a sassy saying on it. It says, don't talk to me before I have my mead. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have dragon's grog? That tomato drink? That's good for breakfast. I can, I can procure that for you, sir, if you'd like. Please and shoo, it just appears in his hand with like a smoky, magical flourish. Here you are. How spicy is it? How spicy would you like it? Extra spicy. You've got it. I'll take one too. And you hear like a. Okay, what happened to having to climb the mountain? I like these. Yeah, well, we're gonna. also We're going to have to stop every five. Every other time, you're like, "Thank you." Tomar's not drinking. Tomar's not drinking. Well, I didn't want you to Finally, I'm drinking now. You know what goes in hot and comes out hot, too? Well, that's why we're flying up a mountain. Just <laughs> let it shoot out, okay? Well, you're taking rear on this. Don't make me turn this mansion around. <laughs> uh, it's tasty. It's tasty dragon's grog. And it's spicy. About perfect level of spiciness. Delish. I like this. This might be my second favorite drink. This I'll call me. this a Tomar 2. <laughs> Already has a name. Mm. What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> it's Dragon's Grog. Oh, yeah. All right, her okay. stag gets finished uh, preparing his spells. Okay, and he Quote, goes unquote. and tries to find the group. There, you find them eventually. Oh, I he was doing that at the breakfast in the table. dining hall, <clears throat> like a rude. Okay, you open up and there. You can see them already having their morning debate about whether or not they should be drinking if they're going to be flying up a mountain. It's not the drinking part. It's not the alcohol. It's the spice, Tomar. Well, I mean, you don't have to fly with me, so you can obviously polymorph or however you want to get up, you can get up. Um, Did you get one, Willem? 
It's very tasty. Yeah. What you having? Dragon's grog. Tomar's piss. Sorry. What, I hope my piss called? doesn't look like that. <laughs> it will after you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Quite. Looks like you took took a couple hits to the kidneys. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, eat your food and get ready to leave. And does anyone want to do anything before they leave? I look around my magnificent mansion. I haven't Sad noticed anybody leaving. leaving, and I'm still at the table <laughs> reading. It was a really cool emblem, Gerbil. What emblem? Thank you. Why did you let me destroy it? You destroyed your <laughs> emblem? I didn't like, even see it yet. It didn't get the reaction I was hoping for. Well, that's for lying to me when we were children. Lo- when did I lie to you? Okay. <laughs> I think he's talking about when we didn't go to that cool tunnel. Well, yeah, we didn't go. Hmm. Here we go. Goodbye, house. Goodbye, house. Bye, house. Goodbye, pile of broken Bye, house. Wood. Thank oh, you. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> have magical blood, psycho. You have magical blood, hashtag. <laughs> no, like, really, you have a... No, really, you have it. No, let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> no, We you. got this magical lantern that says. How about you explain it in transit? As we're walking out, <laughs> I explain the lantern and what I did. And that he has magical blood. He's like gifted or something. I oh. Don't know. So now, now you, Gorble, and I, we have to decide on a club name for, you know, being special and mag- magical blood. Something about magical blood. But where brothers. are we in uh, a club? But I mean, like a super exclusive club. They're not part of it. That's mean. It didn't light up. We didn't It didn't light it. up. The lantern chose us. For what? I don't know. Magical blood. It's. Just a lantern, though. Magical lantern? Is our club the Loser's it knows, Club? It, Mag- knows, it knows something that <laughs> Magical lantern, kid, you're a chosen one. Be part of Club Foot or whatever you're calling it. <laughs> you know what? I'm really happy that's going to disappear when we go out of this place. <laughs> what? <laughs> he looks sad. Um, so and you get- your robe is, too. <laughs> oh, you need a pipe? Yeah. I got a pipe. You might want to change preemptively. put something on under that. What's it to you? <laughs> and you guys exit the house. <laughs> Anything that you had inside the house, including food, has now completely been removed from you. <gasps> You're now very hungry. <laughs> and in Willem's case, very naked. <laughs> <laughs> kind of cold up here. He slowly you, uh, moves. <laughs> I'm just going to put the book in front of my face. Did you forget Ostrich your up. Did you forget your armor in the house? No, the armor if if it was left it would be sitting there on the, <laughs> yeah. the <laughs> Well, excuse me a moment. <laughs> I'll uh just stand in front of Willem with my back turned. Kind of give him a little curtain. Thanks, buddy. And he dons his armor and clothing. <laughs> Just Some the armor. Hard, like hard G. Dongs. Hard G. <laughs> dongs. <laughs> Did you not say Don? Uh, Don. It totally like sounded dong. like you said Don. I said Don, yeah, <laughs> so it sounds like Don. I think dong. you Freudian slipped the shit out of that one. <laughs> he dongs the armor. Let's roll back the footage. <laughs> All right. Roll back the tape. So you guys are standing at the precipice of this... Uh, Precipenis. I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's got to be your mom. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Do you guys want to ascend? Yes. 
All right. Should we wait? Should we check out that path so and just see is, what it is? This is the path that uh, there might be more treasure. Mandoran pointed at. Might be a vampire. The Mandoran the owner phantom. Of the vampire friend, blood. Friend vampire. Also, I'm not will be still one hundred percent on who Mandor in is. Could we just like sneak a peek and not stay on it super long? Here's uh, here's, here's, here's a magical guy that keeps on popping up. Go ahead, Tomar. <laughs> <laughs> here's what I think. I think that we can go in the path. And if at any point it begins to descend, we go back. Because for all I know, this is a secret path that leads us right where we want to go. And I've never been here, so who knows? I think we have a couple options here. Because I don't think that Mandorin would be giving us messages all willy-nilly just for funsies. Mm -hmm. So I think either this leads somewhere Mm -hmm. that could be helpful to our cause Ah. or it's a trap and someone was impersonating Mm -hmm. Mandorin. You know what's funny? He didn't say a word when we were trying to talk to him. He's not super, super chatty. Mm, He can be. Did you inspect how he looked or anything? Investigate? Uh, He was Bald. Um, <laughs> I think he was wearing robes of some sort. So it looked like Mandorin. Here's a tip. Next time you see something like that, maybe check it out more thoroughly. He even smiled. Oh, well, that settles it. It was him. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Does he have, like, bald on top, but a little bit of hair around the sides? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know him. No, that's the guy that was in my dream. What did he say to you again? He didn't say shit to me either. What did he do? There was like this tidal wave and we were underwater and he traced the shape of a spider with the tip of his finger that looked like fire was coming out of. Does this sound anything like Mm -hmm. the dude that you guys know? I don't know. Could be. We honestly haven't seen his magics that much in action. Well, he and then he took except a, for an amazing performance. Then he took that a gem cool. out of his robes and showed it to me, and then I woke up. Well, maybe that has something to do with because the 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 ziggurat is in the the ocean, so maybe that's like a vision of something to come when we go down that road. Is it a spider rot? Uh, maybe. Hmm. No, I, I don't think it is. Let's hit this path, trap or not. Yeah, we'll be ready. <clears throat> so you guys... Pinwin, lead the way. You, okay. You seem familiar with this path. Okay, so Pinwin, um, give me a survival check. <laughs> What's your favorite terrain just oh. forests or... Forests and grasslands. grasslands, yeah. Oh, so not this. 14 plus 7. 31 again. It's pretty good, though. Um, you've, you've spent a little bit of time now in the mountains to kind of get a little bit acclimated and you start following down the path and you notice right away that it is a bit precarious and if someone isn't careful and if someone isn't paying attention they could fall far below and you look over as you kind of move down a little bit and you can see that this drops thousands of feet down wow okay like suddenly like the path stopped the side of the path 
Like if you were to get too close to the edge, if you do fall, Mm -hmm. you will fall for a long time. Can I tell if it's slowly heading up or heading down? It seems to be slowly heading up, but it goes around that bend and you follow it around the bend. Um, Everyone give me just a general athletics or acrobatics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I will athletics. That was a five. Okay. Twenty-seven. No acrobatics. I mean not athletics. Okay. Twelve, fifteen, five. Twelve. Twelve. Twenty-five. Okay. So her stag, you. It's, the minute you step out of it, it feels very flimsy out there, and it kind of spooks you a little bit. So it makes your going very, very slow. You are kind of trailing behind everybody because you're. You know, you're not in the forest anymore. You're high up on this rock, high, high in the air. And uh, it's, yeah, it's spooking you just a little bit. So you're being, you're being a little bit more cautious than anybody else. Maybe overly so because of the situation. But you guys followed around the bend and you follow this path for a little ways and it starts to slowly ascend. But Penguin up in the distance, you see that this path leads up to the rock of the mountain and seems to just stop about 100 feet ahead of you. The rock of the mountain? Just the outside surface of the mountain. As if it just stops the path. Hmm. And there's nothing there? That you can see. Um, hmm. Um. Why are you stopping? Are there any, are there any like, Do we all or? notice? Yeah, that it, yeah there's we, pebbles and stuff. There's some loose gravel. Can I'm going to scoop up some pebbles and some sand. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to toss it in front of where the path ends. Okay, so you walk up the, like, the hundred feet towards the end of the path? Yeah. Okay, you you scatter the the debris and nothing else seems to happen. Um, it doesn't seem like there's anything that you can't see up there. Okay. Can I roll perception? To sure. See if there's anything hidden. And anyone can roll perception if you follow up the path. Okay. Could have used that later. But Twenty-nine. Thirty-seven. Twenty. Twenty. Whoa. Eighteen. Okay, so yeah, you guys all. Um, kind of, you know, you're looking at the area and Pinwin, you see there's some weird etchings. What languages do you speak? Common, Infernal, Common, Goblin, Halfling, Infernal. Okay. You just see some, some etchings in the wall. looks like a language. It, it, you could almost miss it. It looks very, very subtle. Uh, Tomar and Herstag, you recognize this as Dwarvish and the, it says Beldarak Entrance. Ooh. Well, that was nice of them to mark it off. Uh, where is the? That's easy. Written in the rock itself at the end of the path. Can you read it? What's yes, it say? this is the entrance to the Belderac. All right. Thanks, so Pandora. we were way closer than we thought we were. That's First wild. Egg, can you stone That's... shape that entrance? And it's weird to you, Tomar, because you know that the Belderac is still like quite a ways off. This must be the. Back door club entrance, the VIP entrance. (laughs) This is the champagne room. Well, do we want to enter from a way that you don't, that you're not familiar with, though? I'm not familiar with the way I entered. It was like a labyrinth, and Mm. everyone died that way, so maybe this is a good way to enter. Yeah. Labyrinthian death maze does not sound right. Okay. At all. Yeah, this might be why Mandoran pointed down this path. Yeah. Maybe that chest was just kind of there just by happenstance. But where do we go from here? There's no path. Hurst can make one. 
Or is like a pointing well, like double? Do you know anything things. about like dwarves having hidden doors or anything? Uh, can we mountains? do a history check on the stone? Yeah. If you would know anything about dwarvish history, but then you'll roll. I don't. You might as well. Oh, wait, uh, I have an advantage. Would I? Yeah. You've maybe heard some stories. Probably. Shit. 20. <laughs> 20? I got a 11. I don't think I was listening. Nothing rings a bell, yeah. I got a 9. Okay. Tomar, class that day. you do know that uh, the mountains, which your people descended from, have many, many secret passageways. And usually there was a word or phrase that needed to be said in order to access these passageways. I thought we weren't doing puzzles, Seth. That's not much of a puzzle. I'm going to say open in Dwarvish. How does that sound? Often. Often. <laughs> it's, yeah. It slides out <laughs> slightly. Like a common word. Opens up and forms... Stairs into the rock face going up. Ooh. Well, that's a neat trick. Fun. Thank you, Seth. We <laughs> <laughs> need to be careful, though, because they also plant lots of traps. Dwarves do. I'll be watching it. And I bet Willem will be watching it. Bunch. I mean, I don't know anything about that. I don't usually set traps. I'm on it. <laughs> Just keep your <laughs> eyes peeled. Always. Always right. peeled. How does the air feel? Uh, it feels cold. Much colder than the outside, even. It's really nice in here. Yeah, it worked out. I had this cloak. You guys ascend the stairs, and it takes you into a tunnel. And you can see a light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> that seems to be pulsating. How do you pursue? What color light? Light blue, a little bit of purple. Mm. That's a weird color light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't trust it. Are you guys seeing this? In, yes. Not just me. If okay. you want, should we look for traps? I can. Uh, if we get, if you give me about ten minutes, because <laughs> I'm so sorry, but that's how long these take. I can start casting um, detect magic. We could just Maybe that's see a magical if, aura, of some kind. We could just see if this path is. Let's just pers- okay to traverse. Let's proceed carefully, and then keep an eye out on the path. Yeah, give me a uh, give me survival. Twenty eight. Okay, twenty eight. So, uh, yeah, you guys proceed carefully down the path. How high is the ceiling? Um, it's about six feet. So, Gorble, you you two actually, Willem, you guys have to stoop a little bit. Hmm. Um, this is not built for very tall people. Oh, okay. But uh, you guys are, and it's about seven to eight feet wide. We'll say ten, just so it's two squares, um, if that's necessary. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, you guys very carefully move down. Pinwin, you notice uh, about 20 feet ahead of you down the path that there are two little notches, one on each side of the wall. And you see down, is it pretty easy to spot? Looks like dust is collected on a tripwire. Oh, there's a tripwire 20 feet ahead. She, he points it out and you guys see it. I'll disarm so, it. Yeah, okay. there we go. Give me survival and use your thieves tools. Not slide of, mm. of hand? I believe it's survival to disarm a trap. No, it'd be your thieves tools, which would be uh, your ability affecting that would be dex. Oh, you're right. Yep. Proficiency bonus plus dex bonus. 
What'd you get? You got a natural one? Yeah. Oof. Okay, so in attempting to disarm... I've got this! <laughs> <laughs> in attempting to disarm the tripwire, it's McGruber. old. It's, it's very, very old, so it's a bit more sensitive than you thought. And you go about disarming it, and all of a sudden you trip it. And you watch... Get down! And... You hear something release in the wall. A mist starts to emerge from the two holes. Get down! And begins to fill the chamber. Darn it. I was thinking about taking something for that. Um, Oh, boy. Okay, so immediately, Willem, I need you to give me a will save. Okay. Sorry. Wisdom save. I am so sorry. Okay. I still say that all the time. So is it is it a gas or something like that? It is magical. Okay. 13. 13. All right, so you feel this mist as it touches you immediately. It starts to like fill your veins with this like fire. It starts to feel very very hot and uncomfortable and painful, and you can feel this trying to warm its way to your brain, but ah! but you are able to push it the magical effects off, and as you do, the Gas disperses a little bit around you. Pinwin, give me a wisdom save. Since you're the next closest. Halfling luck. Uh-huh. 19. 19. You are able to throw off the effects of this magical cloud. The rest of you I'm see this magical floor. cloud coming towards you. Uh. What would you like to do? Quickly. That's a good question. Get down. Um, I'm gonna take my beard, okay, and hold it up over my face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about Tomar or Gorble? Yeah, I think I'm going to fall to the floor. Okay. Um, Tomar, uh, would Shield of the Fade protect us from that? Tell me what it does. We're on the. You transport yourself into up to five other beings of your choice oh. into the bridge between worlds for five minutes. For the duration, you and your allies appear as blurry shapes to enemies around you. You and your allies receive advantage on stealth checks and a bonus to AC equal to your dimension die roll. I would say that because you are within in between worlds, yes, it would work. Okay. Oh, I have D12s now. I put them away because I don't use them. So for... Um, 11, wait. Oh, our AC is plus 11. Okay. For uh, five minutes. That's OP. (laughs) Super OP. That's awesome. If anything, it should be a round and not 11. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's five minutes. You should take it off of there. That's way OP. That's broken. Well, right now, that's what it is. So I'll allow it for now. All right, so you guys are in between worlds. The gas, the magical gas passes harmlessly past you, and you watch as it exits out of the tunnel. Sorry, guys, that string was a little more frayed than I thought it was. This is very brief, so if we can proceed quickly, we might be benefit for this in case there's other threats. 
Sure. So you guys move down the path, being careful. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll have a rolling survival check. But you don't encounter any more traps. You get to the end of the hallway, and it's a sharp turn into a chamber. And in this chamber, the entire floor is glowing blue and purple. There are dwarvish runes all over the floor. Looks like some sort of old magical spell scrawled in a circle and a spiral all the way to the center. Hmm. Do you guys know what this means? Can I tell what it says? Yeah, it's basically the, um, the magical sentences and structures in order to cast some sort of ritual magic spell. Um, if you give me a history check. <laughs> Never dropped dice. Uh -huh. 18. 18. You remember. Didn't fall on the floor. <laughs> Never dropped dice. You, the table. You remember that uh, there are legends of spots that the dwarves had constructed that could transport them quickly from one area to another. This seems like a likely candidate for that. While they're investigating that, I'm going to ask Pinwin. Hey, did you mention you can speak infernal? Yeah. Do you know what the word for rainfall is? Don't say it out loud, oh. though. Well, oh, oh, um. Pinwin, you would know the word for rainfall. Yeah, yeah, I know it. I almost said it. That was a little, well. Just teach it to me. Whisper it in my ear, if you would. If I'm not supposed to say it, I feel like, I mean, this is kind of something for me kind of thinking ahead but if I'm not supposed to say it isn't whispering it still saying it <laughs> when did Pinwin get smart <laughs> about something and Willem gets stupid <laughs> <laughs> stupid as shit it's season 8 guys I've <laughs> <laughs> checked out this season <laughs> I think it'll be okay you think how about, I, how about you write, write it, it down? down. Yeah. <laughs> Phonetically. Right. Guys, this is a teleporter. Cool. Where's okay. the teleporter? So, I, so I actually have a uh, an ability with the Circle of Dreams where I can cast Teleportation Circle. Do mm -hmm. I recognize this as a oh. teleportation circle? Yeah, that looks like an old, old, old like method of like a ritual method of casting a teleportation circle. Like the CB oh. radio, of especially since you can read, circles. yeah, you can read Dwarvish. So that's exactly what it looks like. It's an ancient method of it. Do I see a sign that what says where it teleports you to? In the center of the circle or the spiral, both of you can see that it says "Base of Beldrock." I'll take a notebook out of my pack and then rip off a piece of paper, put the notebook back, and write the word for rainfall and infernal, at least phonetically. It says Gladosh. Oh my Gladosh. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Um, Famous last oh yeah, one. This is a real neat, uh, real old teleportation circle. Do you think it still works? Well, the runes are still there. Looks active. Well, it goes to the base. Of the Beldrock. What did, what would that mean, though? What's the base? In Dwarvish, base can mean bottom. Base can mean camp. Base can mean 
uh, like numerous things. So Sick ass instrument. Yeah. Just kind of gotta guess with Dwarvish. Yeah, um, but I, okay. It's so, phonetic and spelled like the same. Well, if but so, so the entrance <laughs> to this little tunnel that said entrance to the Belder Rock. I'm assuming this will take us. Is there any other part of the room that leads anywhere else? No, it is a single contained room. All right, so this must be our way to get in officially in. Maybe we were never even officially in. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I say we do it. How do we do it? I think well, we just read this, right? Um. I mean- I don't speak Dwarvish, so I feel like I might butcher the pronunciation, so you guys better do that. That's good, because I wasn't even looking at you to do well, that. One, so. one thing <laughs> we need to do is uh, hold hands in a circle. What? All right. In the, the teleportation circle. Is that actually part of it, Herstag? I mean, it might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Zyko stands in the circle and puts his hands out and blinks. I will take one of Zyko's hands. I'll take Herstag's hand. I'll take Psycho's other hand. I'll take Gorbel's hand. All right, so it's. Do we put Shadow's so paw in? And, me and Herstag. No, Herstag and Pinwin. Tomar. Tomar. Oh, Tomar. Pinwin. Yeah. Pinwin. Okay. Do we put Shadow's paw in? Um, I forgot about Shadow. Uh, he fell down. Shadow's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he fell off to the hold on to his tail <laughs> and his snout. Okay. The ghost of Mandarin whisked him away. <laughs> So you gonna grab onto his tail or his snout? I'll grab onto his tail. Okay, so you'd have to grab onto Shadow's snout. <laughs> he bites it. <laughs> <laughs> Easy boy. All right, you guys are in a circle. Now what? We just need to say the word. Everyone. Yeah. Poppycock. Well, not everyone. Just the spellcaster. Oh, good. What a pumpernickel. <laughs> what's what's the word? Snorkel. Would it be open as well? Are you supposed to read to the it. thing on the floor? Often. Nothing happens. Mm-hmm. I will read the runes to see if it gives some kind of... How about activate? Uh, yeah, there's an uh, ancient dwarvish word. And uh, it means similar to activate or fire, ignite. That sounds good. Tomar. <laughs> Willem's just testing out a bunch of words. So we'll say that word. Fuck. Fuck. Fucker did it. The room starts shaking, and you guys feel your whole bodies vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> you guys are standing outside of a wall of a, and there's a large ornate black iron door with a bunch of dwarvish runes mm-hmm. indicating that this is the entrance to the Belderock. You guys know that you are now what appears to be in a massive massive cavern what you can assume is deep inside the mountain and above the wall you can see the crumbling ruins of an ancient city whoa 
you this far in before? No, I never never saw this before. Tomar! Except in my dream. I saw it in my dream. This looks Mm. identical to what you saw in your dream. I want to listen. Except there's no glowing ember in the background. It's all dark. I want to listen very closely, see if I hear any... Give me perception. Movement on the I'm going to use perception to peek over... Twenty-two. Twenty-eight. Okay. Um, you're listening, and you, um, you're listening for what specifically? Like just anything? Movement. Any sounds? Movement. Movement. You don't hear any movement other than the breath and the like subtle movements that your party members are making. You can hear um, shadow kind of. You can hear Pinwin. Um, and Tomar, you. Uh, you step back to look over the wall and you can see more detail to the city. There are just, it looks as though it stretches on and on. This is a, just the most enormous cavern you've ever been in. Both you and Herstag though, despite growing up in the forest, Herstag, um, this seems to resonate with you, but it also resonates with you, Tomar. There's something in the rock itself that speaks to you. It's the lyrics, man. (laughs) I'll place my hand on the the wall. Okay. Just kind of get a feeling it. Feels good. If you guys looked at that's, Tomar's that's face good. right now, he would actually, for the first time maybe that you've seen in a long time, look really excited. Mm. We made it, guys. I thought we were already in. <laughs> if this is like well, a secret like in club secret like worms bar like <laughs> VIP section when of a bar when did you guys become so obsessed with clubs I don't this is the the birthplace of the dwarves I can feel it like they actually birthed I don't know how it happened but as the as the lore <laughs> the lore indicates that Wirecrag the ancient city is beyond the Belderock but the only way to Wirecrag is through the Belderock so this is the motherland for you guys all right, how do we get in? Where is everyone? Well, we got a wall here, right? They Sorry. left after the eruption. Wait, 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 wait. Eruption? There was an eruption. About how long ago? Centuries. Longer. So would you say we're maybe, I don't know, overdue for another one? I don't know. Well, the heart would have frozen over by now. That's why the forge is not active. So we're going to reignite the heart to activate the forge and cause another eruption? I don't know the details. (laughs) I just know what Agriman did. Um, I suppose if... Is that what he did? So we're just maybe walking into obliteration. Agriman. When are we not? Agriman took his hammer. Yeah, but usually we can. He pierced. I can't fight lava. <laughs> Have you tried? He pierced the Neen Rakaz Karag, and the heart of the Soul Forge lit up, and that's how he ascended. Now he did get destroyed in the process, but so we're ascending. Like, never mind. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's beyond there. 
okay, so let's just go light the Soul Forge and not die doing it. We need yeah. a weapon. Yeah. That's let's why we're go here. ahead, everybody. We need a weapon. Make amends with anything you've ever loved. <laughs> and open your arms to the swarm. <laughs> <laughs> if you need, if you absolutely want to turn back now, I understand. You guys helped me get here, and I appreciate it. But I'm going through that gate. Well, I don't think anybody else knows how to teleport back downstairs. Yeah, I was going to say, like, time to say that would have been back in that. (laughs) (laughs) I just, yeah, I turn around and look at the wall, and I'm just like, Tomar. (laughs) I'm going to try the gate. Okay. There are no visible handles, but you imagine you're in dwarvish territory. It probably needs a word. Off then. I wink at her stag. These massive doors made of iron and underneath you can see obsidian slide open. Wide open to give you guys your first glimpse into the lowest level of this city. And you can see automatically that there was once a great and grand city in this in this spot that has since fallen to just disastrous ruin. All of the buildings that looked like at one point they were just marvelously, you know, crafted. You two especially, Tomar and and Herstag. You can tell just by looking at the ruins themselves that these were beautiful, beautiful buildings, some of the finest craftsmanship you've ever seen. And a lot of them were forged out of obsidian. But now they've began to crumble. They're broken. You can see half spires. You can see doorways that have collapsed. There's tons of debris and rock in the streets themselves. And the street that you're on, this main avenue, goes far off into the distance and beyond your sight. This is a massive city. And the buildings surround you and you guys just kind of feel this sense of overwhelming awe looking up at even these crumbling structures because they are, they represent this ancient, like, beautiful culture that's long gone. Especially for you too, this is, you know, kind of bittersweet because while this is the birthplace of the dwarves, it's also the birthplace of their greatest ruin and destruction. Holy shit. Wow. (laughs) You three, or you, you three, and Zyko as well. Like you feel this, maybe not the same intensity, but you are, you know, you're in the presence of an ancient structure. It almost seems just magical to behold it. Um. All right, man. Well, in the interest of uh, posterity, yeah, let's uh, let's stick it out. Let's see what they've got for us. Um. Does it look like? Can I tell how? Um how these buildings were damaged? Was it lava? It doesn't look like lava. It looks like some great destructive force. Um, Don't it's, worry it's, after it's, drinking dragon's growth. <laughs> yeah. um, luckily, that's not going to happen now. Um, but uh, no, it's it's very difficult to discern a physical reason for it because it de- something, maybe some sort of fire that was hot enough to burn obsidian, perhaps. You can see that it. there are structures that look as though if they have been melted, but you don't see 
you would think that if it was lava, it would be left behind, but none of that is there. So like something breathed fire on it? Oh, God. Possibly. Mm. Shit, 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 shit. Mm. Well. They had been, mm. they had been, uh, manipulated over the years as they mined further down into the mountain. And some of them have been corrupted by an unknown force. Some of the dwarves split from the others. Like some remained in the cities and banished the ones that were greedy and went further in. Um, so who knows what actually happened. I w- I'm not trying to scare anybody, but it does look like some of these buildings were burned um, by something real hot. Not lava. Something hotter than you, bud. <laughs> hotter than I slap him on the back and we start should, walking in. We should try and stop at like a library or something to see if anything's left behind on the way. Is there like a fire shield? Because that'd be nice. Well, everything's made out of, like, obsidian and minerals, so it's probably resistant to that sort of thing anyway. Yeah, let's check out the library, start making rules about who can check out books, (laughs) what time people can walk the streets. Wait a minute. In a city, where would they typically have the forge? Probably in the center. It won't be here. It'll be further in. Like, the forge will be beyond this city. Okay. Well, I guess we can just kind of carry on and. But we'll know. Keep an we'll eye know when we for... see it. Like, it's not just a regular run of the mill forge. Like, it's a feature of this place. Like, there'll we be. Forge this city <laughs> on rock and bone. <laughs> like, it'd be at the center of something because that's their livelihood. That's how they built things, that's how things were formed. So if we keep an eye out, we'll definitely see signs of something. Well, let's uh, keep an eye out for anything useful. Maybe, maybe a library or something. Or you can read more about I'm it sorry, in the Bible. Did, we, did you say library? <laughs> I keep my eye out for a library. <laughs> Goodberry library. You see any libraries around here? It's the opposite of a good berry because it's always lying, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you lying, Barry. Uh. I don't know. I got a 21 for perception. Um, you don't see anything that looks like a library here. Library. Sorry, my mistake. <laughs> library. And, Thank um, you. Uh, but it's not the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the gnome. Because um, these are dwarves. Get it? Um, race joke. Um, <laughs> uh, but you will keep that rolling. So you're on the lookout for a li- something that looks library-ish. Library-ish. Sorry. Thank you. Well, my passive perception is 27. Okay. So I'm also going to keep an eye out for things. Okay. Mine is also high. I'm going to be looking for any traps or making sure everything's safe. But I'm going to look out for minerals. Okay. I'm specifically looking for jade. Jade. Of all the things in here, you're looking for jade. Her shift isn't over yet. Jade. (laughs) And here you're going to find magma ore. You're going to find all sorts of crazy minerals. If you guys spot any jade, (laughs) let me know. I think I heard her. She's going to be on stage three. (laughs) I need some topaz. What? (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to be doing, Corbel? 
my perception is pretty low, so I'm just going to be walking through and admiring everything. And uh, Zyko also will be walking through and admiring much of the, the area. He seems, his mouth is kind of hanging open as he's looking around. Oh, wow. Do the buildings still seem sturdy? Some of them do. Some of them look a little iffy, but they are made of like stone and, and, and metal, and so and they're, they're probably not going to be disturbed by someone walking inside of them. What about walking on them? Um, that's uh, that You can roll the dice on that. I'm going to look for the sturdiest, tallest building. Okay. So about a block away, you can see that there is a large uh, tower. It looks like maybe it was even some sort of... Uh, bell tower, maybe? Um, sure, we'll call it a bell tower. Some sort of uh, tower that would have been used for... Belling. Uh, belling or calling or uh, summoning. Soup's on! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one big-ass soup. <laughs> they just pour it over the side. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually and that's what, what burned, burned the building. <laughs> <laughs> we solved the mystery! <laughs> it's a soup in a can. Soup in a cup, that's why it's so fucking It was a, a soup-a-side. <laughs> oh, okay, five experience for that. <laughs> Oh right. my god, it I was love a stew aside. <laughs> <laughs> I would have also accepted. Nice. <laughs> um All right, so yeah, tell us. Okay, so you start tower. you start walking up it. Sweet, yep. All right, and you walk up and you get to the top. It doesn't take you very long. It's uh it's about 40 feet up in the air and uh you find the top area is vacant and you do see that there is a platform inside where a massive gong lays to rest kind of covered in some debris. This gong is about 10 feet wide, 10 feet tall. Okay. And it's definitely not able to be like picked up and I mean, it looks heavy. Can I try and pick it up and Yeah, give me a strength check. Please fail. <laughs> oh, that's a 11. 11. Nah, it's too heavy for you. All right. I'm just going to take a look around and see if I can glean any sort of, like, special areas or anything of interest that, you know, you might uh, want to point Tomar in the direction of. Okay. So, yeah, from this vantage point, you can see a bit further. And you, s- you see that <laughs> um, down the, sh- the main street here, um, it looks like there are several hubs that widen out, like several big marketplaces or something like that but this is like i said a massive city so there's mm-hmm. definitely going to be more than one sure. hub sure. but you can see several of them up ahead and uh you can see that the buildings that are clustered around these circular areas um are much larger and they kind of they as they kind of move away from them they they shrink taper off but then as they get closer to the far reaches of the cavern they start to grow again and the buildings that you can see just beyond the scope of your vision are starting to get huge, hundreds of feet tall. Okay. Guys, it looks like important stuff is off towards this way. You guys look at the direction that he points. Yeah. Thumbs up at him. And when climb, he, climb back down. When he gets back down, we might want to have telepathic bond going. That way we're not yelling across the city mm. at each other. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Nobody's here. Well, Could you really just say that and assume that that's what's going on? I just thought it would be funny. Okay, so Willem returns to the group. Yeah, this place is massive, guys. Yep, we're going to be here for a minute. Gather around, you guys. 
you gather around. Take a knee. <laughs> Just yeah. so you, um, you have been using a spell slot for that, right? Yes. You should uh, cast it as a ritual. That'll take forever. It's only ten minutes. You could do it while we walk. Casting while we walk. That's a high level spell. Fine. All right. So, Gorble begins. Um, I still do my pointing to my eyes and then pointing to everybody else's. Just for ten minutes. Straight minutes. This is really as hard while I walk. She's stag. going from person to person as we're walking. <laughs> well, her stag didn't know to tell you that, so this is all Gorble's fault. <laughs> for the audience's sake, she did the eye thing in him. Um, so yeah. If we included Shadow in that, would everyone understand him? Well, he you would know because he would be speaking wolf sounds. <laughs> Rof, 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 Rof. I mean, it might make sense to add him to it just in case. How many can you add? Eight. Eight. Wait, where's uh, Chaos Company? Are they one of those? They're several weeks away from here. They disappeared, remember? You didn't know where they went. Outside of uh, Moonreach. All right. Told him to come I here, though. about all that stuff. If Pinwin did his his deal where he can speak with Shadow, but we all had telepathic bond, would we all be able to listen in? I believe so, yes. Wow. Oh my god. None of us have heard his accent, and it's <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> Bone chilling. <laughs> Master. Master. He's going to tell him to start murdering people. <laughs> You know, I was... I'm going to speak real quiet to Pinwin. You know, I was um, thinking about bringing something up to you. Yeah? Um, <laughs> so this staff, I have, a, I have a tune to it, and it has the power, a really cool power that I always wanted to try. Yeah? Where I could give um, a beast consciousness like br- bring them awaken their their mind oh. where are you gonna find a beast well I was wondering <laughs> if maybe you wanted to try it on shadow sometime oh I forget he's technically yeah that'd be so fun so <laughs> that went over well <laughs> cool wow right, so he plan. just I mean, anytime you feel like it. I don't know if we should do it in this now. Place, so. Her oh, sex stabs now. Shadow in the throat. <laughs> this is part of it. <laughs> I mean, when it, whenever you feel like it, but I don't know if we should do it right now. So what happens? He becomes like... He be, he gains the, the intelligence of like one of us. Like, he'd be a legit... You know, be able to wow. think of stuff and say stuff, maybe. Cool. Um, what do you think of that, boy? <laughs> He's just looking up at you. Oh, he deserves it. <laughs> His tongue's lolling off to the side. He just looks really happy to be included in a conversation for once. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's up to you. We got this other thing going on. Yeah. I just thought I'd mention it. Yeah, whenever. Okay. That sounds great. I don't know. All right. I'll, I'll, we can try it later. Yeah. Um, so you guys, you're continuing to cast that ritual spell, and you guys enter this main hub, this first of the main hubs, 
and as you enter the circular area, you can see a large statue uh, depicting a famous dwarven um, warrior. And you would recognize him, Tomar, from the stories. And this is Nutgret the Coward, which is a misnomer because he was... This story famously goes that when he was a boy, he was scared of everything. But he was when the, it was in the infancy of the of the uh, civilization, he rallied his courage and defended the city against the hordes from below in the dark place. Is that what you guys call it? In the dark place, um, single-handedly for hours until reinforcements could arrive, and then. Nudgret the coward became a, a a badge of courage and a badge of kind of esteem. And uh, you see him famous, his famous pose of his hand outstretched, and what appears to be creatures clinging to his arm with their teeth as he draws his sword with his other hand. What do the creatures look like? The creatures are long, thin. Um, very angular things that don't, you just know them as the those creatures from the dark place. Um, they don't look like anything you've seen yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as you do, you finish the ritual spell, Gorble, and all of a sudden you guys are all in each other's minds. Pinwin is singing inside of his mind. And at that moment, a cold, cold breeze washes through the city. And as it reaches you guys, normally this would have just been reserved for you two, but since everyone's connected mentally, you all hear Tomar Herstang. Welcome and that's where we're going to end for the night. No. Guys, I've seen this movie. We got to get the fuck out. <laughs> I know it was a welcome, but that was creepy. <laughs> I'm gonna need, it's totally friendly. <laughs> going to need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, nice little uh, nice little uh, session there. Um, for the general events, it was a heavy role-playing session. Everybody's going to take 4,500 experience points. Wee. Holy shit. Hot dog. Hot dog. Um, Ask me Herstag, about my hot dog. <laughs> Herstag and Pinwin, you're going to take an additional 200 experience points for uh, interacting with the uh, specter that gave you all that stuff. And everyone is going to get an additional 100 for testing out your theories on the lantern and the blood. <laughs> and <do laughs> and Willem will take an additional 100 on that, on top of that, for um, identifying them. Do I get any extra for stopping that tomfoolery? You can have 50 experience for <laughs> being the voice of reason and throwing your sandwich on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's see here. For uh, Pinwin, for discovering the path, you can have an additional 100 experience points. And for activating the passageway, not once, not twice, but three times into the Beldarok, you can have 150 experience points, Tomar. Gorbel, for 
utilizing your spell to get everybody connected so that everybody could hear that at the end. You can have 100 experience points. Willem, for climbing a tower to see the landscape, you can have 100 experience points. I think Tamar should get some more for uh, rescuing us from the poison smoke. Oh, yes. Mm. Um, or the yes. magic smoke. Yes, you can have another You can have another 100 experience points, Tomar. So I thought of a way to potentially curb that ability. Um, so the AC amount could just be a fixed amount. Okay. And then the roll on the dimension die can be the duration that we are in the bubble. Okay. I th- see. That's what made sense to me. Yeah. Like having the amount it, of time, having the roll affect every aspect of it. That's like really OP. Yeah, I would well, say. Well, it was only affecting uh, the amount of AC. Oh, for five minutes. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But yeah, <laughs> we I mean, could be untouchable. Well, you are level eighteen, so I could yeah, easily have rolled a 11. one. You know. So yeah, my, I think my, eleven my is my too AC high. Is yeah. nineteen, so plus eleven, it'd yeah. be impossible to hit. Yeah. So we can't do that. So maybe a fixed AC of like two, three or yeah, four. Yeah, maybe maybe like a plus two. Yeah. Or your plus wisdom modifier. Two? That could be neat. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if you have low wisdom, then you don't you barely get any extra AC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean that would make sense. Or like no, it would no, just it would be the make... wisdom modifier of the caster. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Okay, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Like that would be a way to fuck somebody over. Like, oops, sorry. So it shouldn't be that long of a duration then because it's adding plus five to maybe that, AC. Maybe that role we should is... discuss this more yeah, yeah. 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 at another time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um any additional experience points you guys deserve for anything? ideas but I think I forgot about them uh, I think Pinwin should get some more for sneaking out to try and <laughs> yeah. see Mandoran for being Pinwin 50 experience points for telling them the actual way that Agramon died and that they might be in more of a pickle than they thought they were for yeah revealing the truth and not trying to shield their feelings you can have 50 experience points after it was too late <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, now that I've locked us in this room, <laughs> it's actually a gas chamber. <laughs> and I have the key. Um, I don't feel I like think, I did very much that. I think Herstag should get some for uh, revealing that it was a teleportation portal. Yeah, confirming, and, yeah. 50 and experience. And telling us what to do. Cutting loose one last time with some dragon's grog. Everybody, yeah, for general... Relaxation. You can have a hundred experience points. A hundred for relaxing. Gerbil for making a dope sandwich. Oh yeah, two dope sandwiches. Two dope sandwiches. Fifty a piece. And cutting the crust off mine. And making a cool mug. All right, fifty for each of those. So two hundred experience points. Um, and everybody can take an additional fifty experience points (laughs) for staying on task because you guys did made it very. I feel like we're off task now. Well, no, we're doing experience. I'll take your experience for you. <laughs> what the fuck did I do? There was something I did that I was going to say. Switch spell. You yeah, dispelled the is... thing on the lamp. Oh, oh that's yeah. sick. Mm. Yeah. I dispelled a thousands year old spell. 500 experience points. Whoa. That was really cool. Pin, wouldn't you get some for giving me the word for rainfall in infernal mm. okay yeah you, you can both have 50 simultaneously thought to write it down instead of say it yeah mm-hmm. see so yeah go ahead and each take 50 that's for teamwork all right 
If there's nothing else, I think we should move on to the MVPC. Okay, so for those of you listening, if it's your first time, the MVPC is the most valuable playing character. Everyone will vote and decide on who gets that sweet, sweet nectar of the gods. 500 extra experience points to do as they wish. So what we'll do is I'll let you think about it for a moment, and then we'll count to three, and you will hold up the finger of the person that you believe it belongs to. And I think we're doing Tomar's one, Herstag's two, Willem is three, Pinwin is four, and Gorbel is five. All right. So on the count of three, everyone hold up the finger of the person you vote for. One, two, three. Uh, I can't see yours, Lindsay. All right, so we've got two votes for Pinwin. We've got one vote for Herstag. Two votes for Herstag. One vote for Tomar. So, Pinwin, why'd you vote for Tomar? I really liked his sandwich thing. I thought that was fun. <laughs> and he saved us from the gassy stuff, and he also got us in all the doors and it probably would have been way more complicated and dangerous if we didn't go in said doors. So, I mean, maybe I don't know. Okay. I haven't loved it yet. Yeah. But. Um, Willem, why'd you vote for Herstag? Uh, it came down to Tomara Herstag, and I had to roll for it, mm-hmm. and so it went Herstag. But because he's just constantly and perpetually helpful, he did the dispelling. Uh, he had a bunch of knowledge about shit. He found out. Some well, he like led the charge, I guess you could say, in the lamp <laughs> escapades. Uh, and he figured out that it was a teleportation portal, whereas Tomar was actually the one that like activated all the stuff and got us in. But, uh, like I said, it was it was a really close call and it came down to a roll. But yeah, Herstag, thank you, Gorbel. Why'd you vote for Herstag? So for me, it was a bit of a toss up between Tomar and Herstag. <laughs> Also, um, they both did cool shit, and I appreciate both of their efforts. But Magical Blood Brothers got to stick together, so (laughs) (laughs) that choice was super easy. (laughs) Um, Nepotism, that's what you should call it. uh, Tilmar, why'd you vote for Pinwin? Pinwin is growing, bizarrely. Um... He's not doing the dumb shit he may have done before. He's actually taking time to actually think about repercussions of his actions. I opened a treasure. I was just going to say, other than that. Aside from that. that, (laughs) Which I think we all would have done. Aside from that. Which is why I I voted for Pinnacle. On the, the, in like a bizarre (laughs) reversal, uh, Willem's kind of starting to do the dumb shit <laughs> and then Pinwin's starting to learn from his mistakes so I think that's interesting and then yeah I voted for Pinwin because he did the chest thing and I thought it was really funny so um, well what I was gonna do is uh, so that there wasn't a tie I was gonna have the person who didn't vote for the tie break the tie but that's a conflict of interest so we're going to do a tie. And tonight's MVPCs are Herstag and Pinwin. 250 apiece, you fools, you filthy, filthy fools. It's just a penny in the barrel at this point. <laughs> um, so, yeah. We have our hands Why on our hands and barrels. <laughs> That's where they go. <laughs> Ain't you ever had a penny barrel before? I've got two. 
They're just so many You're pennies. Rich. <laughs> and coincidentally, two pennies. <laughs> One for each barrel. Yeah. Anyway, we're on like social media. Instagram. Yeah, check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Follow us, like, subscribe. Thanks for listening to us most of all. Thanks to Chad Piper doing that intro song. Adrian Von Ziegler with the background music. Thanks to Brett. Thanks Brett, to Brett for that sweet, Brett. sweet review and for making us his warlock. Be like Brett. Mm. Be like Brett. Do cool shit. Yeah. Do cool shit. Um, <laughs> Do cool shit. Just like Brett. Do cool Brett. <laughs> Do cool Brett. You're just so cool. Anyway, I think that's it for us, guys. But uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. You are listening to Seth, your host and, <laughs> and DM of the D20 Syndicate podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Still level 17. That's a one. What are you talking about? Everybody got to go to 18. She didn't remember to level up. I'm not there. Remember, I gave everybody the ability to level up to 18. When did you do that? At the end of the episode 50. You huge dumbass. Great. Now we have to wait. (laughs) No, you don't. Yes, we do. Because <laughs> I quit. <laughs> quit. I'm sick of this bullshit. I'm going back quit. to my tub wine. <laughs> I'm out of tub wine. Uh-oh. Got to go to the store. <clears throat> Garcon, where is your tub wine aisle? Always proud oh. of American oh. rhetoric. He just got in the face with his mic. What the fuck? <laughs> just... You didn't like. You didn't even make a move. Like, like you didn't even like react. It was just sort of like. <laughs> Elijah, get your face out of the fucking mic. Why? Because it sounds bad. And you look like a clown. It's comfortable. <laughs> I can hear Great, myself. Now we have perfectly. to wait for Mika to choose magical secrets. Fuck. God, she should have done this. There's so many Already, opportunities like for ago. her to have done this because she didn't even work at all this week. <laughs> sitting there in a fucking <laughs> tub, not leveling up. <laughs> what do you do on your days off? Nothing. Since she you, didn't level since up. You don't I've been turning a toddler bed that I bought on Craigslist into a day bed, oh. which involved some stripping chemicals and what? Level up. Please level up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about her David. This is your one chance to get wished, by the way. Oh, did you and Sam get a new shower curtain a while ago? Unfortunately. What happened? I thought so. I was in there peeing weeks ago, and I was like, I think that's a new shower curtain, but I forgot to say anything. <laughs> I've been, like, thinking about it. Since. It sucks. I hate it. It's been keeping I me up I did not night. notice. <laughs> you could have had the same shower curtain the entire time. Yeah, yeah, you could I have a shower so curtain weird. with a swastika on it. I would not have noticed. <laughs> so, I've Billy, never, you could go never ahead cared and less that one about a thing that exists. I said something. <laughs> I was saying that you liked it. <laughs> Man, yeah. <laughs> I never cared about a shower curtain in my life. With a swastika. <laughs>
All right, let's play Dungeons and Dragons. I really liked when we had our nautical bathroom. You just never with- realized that you're friends with a Nazi. Because <laughs> you don't look at any of the propaganda they have decorating their house because you're that inattentive. Like, well, and then you, like, like someone points out, and you're like, no. And then you, you see, just, like, yeah. shit. Very you're just, like, like yeah. suddenly noticing everything, like the giant like golden in front eagle. of their house. It's going to yeah. be amazing. The Hitler art hanging on the wall. <laughs> like, signed Sorry. by Hitler. Your last name is Hitler. Who was I to know? <laughs> like no nice signs. Guy. I just want to point out that I'm done leveling up, and I have been. Okay, sweet. Did you roll for HP? Yes. Good job. Mazel tov. So tell me about your day bed. So, toddler of the bed. Night bed. Toddler bed on <laughs> Craigslist, and just it was painted this hideous green. So I had Good. to get out like the paint stripper and like strip it down, and then I sanded it. And I have a power sander now, which is real Whoa. fun. And um, I had to saw part of it, which was cool, and get my drill out to reinforce it. <laughs> 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 <Some both> drills. <laughs> I don't have time to press that little button, so one goes lefty and one goes right. <laughs> Seth, every time we played uh, Starfinder, every time he said equip, he would like load his gun. Like, <laughs> yeah, visibly, be like, yeah Let's I don't know. Go. I decided <laughs> that I, I so I was an android, but I also decided that I was an alcoholic. Like right out of the gate, I was like, "Sorry, I was drinking," and that's why I did bad. <laughs> and then I just that's what I was. And then I had a pistol, and anytime we would say, I would say anything, I'd just be like, "All right, guys, let's do this." <laughs> Whether or not he shot anything between yeah. them. I think I fired the gun one time. <laughs> so it's, it was like a BB gun getting it ready. So you're a bender. Yes, basically. Okay. This was Starfinder that you yeah. were playing at Gen Con? No. Uh, no, no this is no, Con of the North. Con of the yeah, North. Con of the North. Con of the North. I liked Starfinder. Yeah, it was tight. I liked it too, but I wish I could have like homebrewed a character instead of using their yes. boring ass... Lizard you mean lady. created a character? Whose yeah. Phone was that? That was the yeah, computer. Yeah, but I want no. one that's like different. Yeah, yeah. That's what do you fair. mean? Like I don't want to. You mean like a character that you make? Yeah. Yeah, but I want one with like my own little quirks and stuff. Yeah, it's not homebrew. You're it would technically make, be homebrew. But you're just making if a you're, character. No, but if you're, you're playing, playing pedantic, you knew what she meant. You knew what she meant. If you're just being pedantic, wait. If you're using classes and stuff that aren't included in Starfinder, that's homebrew. No. Homebrew is yes. when you create well, that would technically If you make up a brand new class. That's what you wanted to do? Yeah. If you make up a brand new class. Yes! That's what you wanted to do? Yes! I didn't want some outer space bullshit baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm still because not all, sure we're all on the we same Every all, single thing they had there no, included we in the game was like like very specifically outer spacey and I didn't want something outer spacey. That's what Starfinder is. Yeah, but it's I like a fish out of water story. <laughs> you don't like Starfinder then? I do like Starfinder. I just want to participate that's in it. the space one. Oh my god. That's why I said homebrew Tomas. Just don't play Starfinder then. What are you saying? But I want to be in one? space with a fish. A druid. <laughs> what are you talking about? A druid in space. That'd be good. That would actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like you try to create plant life and they, it just dies immediately. They travel through like trees, the, but there's that no more trees. That would actually that would be like, dope oh. if if like somebody played a druid type character for Starfinder, and then your whole like the whole campaign was you like terraform. Your mission was you guys go to this so planet to terraform it. Basically, you're a botanist, but a druid. I feel like Tomas and I had our first fight. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wake up in nine and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. That sucks. Oh, my bad. So just so you know, once we take our rest, I'm going to have to look at my spells. Why okay. didn't you just... Because I can't. Because we haven't rested yet. Correct. And if we spend all night fucking Mandoran. <laughs> I wouldn't get a long rest. You say fucking him? Yeah, yeah. Billy referenced oh. fucking. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, you missed out on that one. <laughs> I didn't know about that one either. Elijah's like, are we going to have to fight him? And <laughs> Sit on my face, you wizard fuck. Billy said we're going to fuck him, and we're going to, he, he's going to fuck us, and I'm going to let him. him. Yeah. At least a couple of us. <laughs> but it's couldn't consensual. get away. Who's super consensual. So Pinwin is outside? And, and her stag. Her stag. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is inside completely. Willem is in, in the a tub. bath. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's drinking tub wine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm Gorbel's catching, about catching to make up a with Sammy my, uh, in the kitchen. Oh, my yeah. juggalos. <clears throat> also, by the way, I saw a license plate today that said ICP, and I thought about taking a picture <laughs> and endangering my life to send it to you guys. <laughs> I thought you meant like ICP. Sure. It's like I see dead people You just see pee I want you to write pen 15 And turn your homework into the teacher Alright I'm not going to do that again (laughs) Fool me 1 to 37 times Did you guys see my cheese curd penis? Mm -hmm. Yeah Mm. I thought that was way funnier than any of you thought. And it's Tomas. (laughs) (laughs) Here, Elijah. I don't want to see it. Yes, you do. (laughs) All right, let's do the previously on. I am your host and DM Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Tomas. I play Tomar. We're doing that? (laughs) What do you mean? Why don't we just do it like the old way? Oh, man. It's always been me first. (sighs) I'm Tomas. I play Tomar. Don't Wait. you remember? So, I'm your brother. It's Tomar, Elijah. It's Tomar. It's Tomar, Elijah. Your boy. It's Tomar. Your Fajr. Tomar, Elijah. It's Your Fajr. So we're going in the order. Just go bam, 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 bam. What? You're going to go bam, bam, bam? Because that's the way we did it at Billy's house. The one time we decided to change it, and now we're here. We acted as a democracy. We voted. We Some did. of us. And now look at <laughs> yeah, we've different. We should decide. Now we're refugees. Right we're now, not, if oh, we're at Billy's fuck. house, we do it the order in which we're sitting at Billy's house, ending with Mika. That's fine. That's we're fine. Always Here, ending with me. we do it in the order we're sitting, ending with Mika. I don't care anymore. <laughs> That's I through. don't care. <laughs> Democracy. I think Tomas <laughs> and I are the only people who care about going first and last. Yeah, you so care about going. You guys first. do. I definitely care about Billy want. going first. <laughs> Why? It's like words when they scramble them up. As long as you have the first and the last letter, everything else can be jumbled in the middle. So you're first, you're last. Who fucking cares? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're bookends. Woo! You ah! never had a concern about that before. Well, now I do. So. <laughs> 
suck on people that. change elijah yeah. now I've, that i've been a way to made aware that it is a value viable platform he's really going on a power trip since we got back to our house yeah <laughs> ever since he, <laughs> me first just staring at a fuzz bunny don't you fucking roll across the floor don't you Tonight's around the campfire question is this will be a simple, easy one. Fuck, I hope so. <laughs> is what is your character's favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can't stealth burp into the it just, I didn't it it just happened. I didn't mean to. Okay. Whoops. So sorry. <clears throat> Talking while burping is one of the funniest things to me. Love it. I've never been able to do it. Next time you're gonna burp, just say something. Like, oh my god, this is my chance. <laughs> <laughs> Boobs. That's, usually, <laughs> that's like usually what I say. <laughs> I think pussy would be the funniest word to say while burping. <laughs> pussy. <laughs> like your final your your like your swan song, somebody's gonna murder you and they're like, You got any last words and you burp pussy. <laughs> that would be the ultimate insult. Man. Oh man, you also you spit on me too. You're fucking dead. 